Hello, and welcome to Garblag Games. We are playing Scion, and this is Vostok's Chance. Hello, and welcome to Session Zero of Vostok's Chance, our new Scion game, and the first game or can be, we're going to be doing for 2019. Um, in a minute we'll go around and do introductions, but before we do, I'll pass over to Roger for the usual. Right, so um, if you're listening to our podcast, firstly, go check out us on the YouTube channel. If you're watching on the YouTube channel and you'd like podcasts, we've got one of them too. Um, don't forget, we've got our Facebook, we've got Twitter and Instagram, so follow us on them. Keep up to date with what we're doing and any competitions we run. Um, and if you want to give us a drop us a like or give us a comment, Feel free to do so just below. That would be amazing. Um, join us on our Discord. We're well over 30 people now and quite a lot of activity going on, as well as people using it for chats to play games. So that's all really good. So join us on there. Check out our Patreon. We're up to 36 patrons. And thank you guys to all of you that are currently patrons. You're all amazing. You let us buy all our fancy equipment and keep us getting ever better. So thanks, guys. You're all awesome. Uh, and also, there's lots of stuff on there, so feel free to go have a look at that. Uh, Pete's just put up a new map on there, so that's all very cool, so go check that out. Uh, we also have products on Drive-Thru RPG and Redbubble, such as Black Road. There's Y-Hander setting on Drive-Thru RPG. Um, we also have these mugs on Redbubble. Uh, and there's other stuff, so there's like notebooks, which are pretty cool, or if it really takes you fancy, a throw pillow. Um, also, go check out. <laughs> Have we out... sold any couch sheet throw pillows yet? No, there's quite a few uh, mugs and notebooks. Uh, <laughs> cool. Go check out our other shows. We've got Masters and Monsters, the Mage the Ascension game, and Flint and Steel, the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition game. And all of these have links below. So, um, yeah, without any further ado, I'll pass us back over to Colin. Hi, uh, I'm Colin, and I'm going to be the storyteller for this game. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Roger. And I'm Dan. Right, so uh, we're actually down two players uh, this evening. Sam and John, who have been on the channel before. Uh, Sam is currently in Flint and Steel, and John is... Was on, was on... He was in Five Cities. Okay. Um, they'll be joining us next session. They'll be doing character creation separately. This is the character creation... Uh, session. So I'm going to be talking a bit about what Scion is and what Vostok's Chance is and um, then we'll go around and we'll see what people want to do in terms of what they want to play. So, um, Scion. Scion is the... Um, Scion is a, a, an urban fantasy game uh, in the same rough vein as the um, as the World of Darkness series, so Vampire, Werewolf, Mage, Wraith, all that lot. Um, a lot of the mechanics are very similar. You'll recognise some of the terms if you're familiar with those, but they are sufficiently different that uh, it doesn't cross over very well. The lot of the rest basically have the same mechanics set underneath, and you can have werewolves in your vampire game and so forth, albeit usually quite briefly and violently. Um, That's true. Scion is just... <laughs> yeah. uh, Sion is just, its mechanics are a bit too different, and at the higher level, Sion's, well, they're gods, so. 
Um, <laughs> bit of a one-sided fight there. It is a bit. So, um, what is Scion? So, Scion, as I say, it's, it's an urban fantasy game, so it's sort of real world with supernatural elements in the, in the background. In this case, the supernatural element are gods, as I mentioned. Basically, a lot of the old pantheons actually exist. And they interact with the world sometimes, and every now and again they have children. Um, those children are not yet scions. So the child of a god, an immortal, is going to be an exceptional human, but they are still mortal. Every now and again, so, so pretty rarely, um, one, of the, one of the gods will choose one of usually their children, but not necessarily, and adopt them formally, um, and imbue them with power which sets them on a path that, if they survive it, can lead to that person becoming a god in their own right. Think a bit Percy Jackson. Basically, yeah. Percy Jackson could be a Scion game, just yeah, on maybe it is, for yeah. film. It is. Um, Percy Jackson is, is basically the sort of concept... Um, yeah, it's slightly less of a kids show than a kids kids series than Percy Jackson. Yeah, but it's, but it's same line. It's same kind. Yeah, it's very similar. So science can, uh, so gods can Im imbue their children with power that raises them up to the point where they are. Scion puts them on the first steps on that path. Scions are still at the start and uh, the level you're going to be playing them. They're still mostly mostly mortal, mostly human. So you are. Uh, there is a reason that this book is called uh, Hero. Oh, can I have a book? I'll, some, I'll hold up a book. Um, you are a, definitely a, a heroic human oh. at this stage, rather than necessarily um, immortal in any... Like Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, science imbue... Sorry. Gods imbue the science... Imbue science relatively rarely. Uh, there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, the first is that it's quite an investment. And the second is that it's quite a risk. The first reason it's a risk is, well, look at Zeus's relationship with his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. Scions <laughs> <laughs> um, can become gods, and in a lot of the pantheons that's considered a bit scary, because it means that they can come along and disrupt things and potentially challenge their parents. Bit of a small pond <clears throat> and quite a few big fish. Yeah. Um... There is another reason that I'm more playing up in this game than is necessarily in the standard rules, but I'll get onto that a bit more uh, as we get through the as we get through character creation. It's just sort of related to one of the bits. I need an adult. <laughs> um, so there are relatively few times at any time. I'm the so I'm I'm not going to want uh, multiple signs of the same god, but given that there are in the core book six pantheons and there are two more in the companion book and we've got two of those on the table and there's another one in a pdf only release that i've got and all the fan gigs. we won't have a problem with not having two two signs of the same god um <clears throat> so the other so the, the next main sort of important thing to know about the setting is kind of where the conflict comes from there is a certain amount of conflict between uh, the gods, between the pantheons, as you would expect. But also there are the titans. So the titans are... <clears throat> I mean, the titan is obviously the Greek name. Uh, to the north they are the Jotun. I 
don't know their names for what would be the equivalent name for all the others, but they exist. They are cos the, the true Titans are manifestations of cosmic forces. There is a Titan of fire, there is a Titan of light, there is a Titan of darkness, there is a Titan of Earth, and so forth. The Titans are incredibly powerful, more powerful than any god, and wholly malevolent. And the gods sealed them away aeons ago, but did not kill them. Um, there is a mention somewhere in one of the books, but I've never actually managed to find the uh, the actual thing it's referring to, um, that one of the Titans was killed in that war. The Aesir, the Norse gods, managed to kill one of the Titans they were facing, and the repercussions of that slaying a manifestation of one of the primal forces that make up the world apparently was rather unpleasant, and convinced quite quickly all the other Pantheons and the Aesir that doing that again would be a bad idea. So they locked the rest of them away, and they've been sealed away for thousands of years, but they are not resting quietly. Uh, in the, the place I'm setting the game, I'm setting it in 1998. Um, I'm setting it so the, 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 in the sort of main setting, the <coughs> Titans have just broken out. I'm setting it a bit before that, so they haven't yet broken out. But they are rattling the bars, as it were, metaphorically at the very least. Their agents are at large in the world. The gods have been encountering them. Some of them are have you know have encountered uh, Titan spawn powerful enough to slay the gods' avatars themselves. Not enough to slay the gods, but certainly to to kick them back to the back to their uh, realms and destroy their avatars in this world. <coughs> As such, that you will all have been told, regardless of who your your patron deity is. You will have been told to be careful. If you reveal your presence, if you reveal your nature widely, you risk something finding out about it that would consider you a tasty snack. And there are plenty of things out there for whom you would be little more than a tasty snack. <clears throat> Mummy. The longer you can, <laughs> the longer you can. It, it, it's kind of probably inevitable that eventually you'll be discovered, but the longer you can keep reasonably hidden, the more chance you've got of surviving. Stay below the radar, pretty much. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> however, for some, for for your own reasons, and you know, this is for your characters to figure out. Well, for you to figure out for, on your character's behalf, your character has decided that appearing in a TV show would be a really good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely sure how wise that is, but hey, um, the it, it, the level you are I'm you will be starting at. It shouldn't be too hard for you to not um, be obviously supernatural. So it's not you are exceptional individuals, but you will not necessarily look. You know, there's going to be relatively little you can do that is blatantly off the scale, or just how are you doing that? There are some things you can do, but providing you don't do those on camera, you should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> animating oh, a animating a, a, a chair and having a conversation with it on camera probably not a good idea. <laughs> ah, sort of David Blaine stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so. Vostok's chance 
is in the in the world. It is a TV show. It first aired in 1990. It is a, um, or it was, a, uh, a sort of game show, challenge show. So the idea was that a group of individuals who didn't really know each other, they were pretty much supposed to be kind of an everyman group. So no one who's particularly uh, made a mark in any particular field. Um, and they were challenged by one Vladimir Vostok, the the secretive and un, you know shadowy uh, mastermind, at least in in within the the context of the show, to uh, perform various nefarious deeds on his behalf, um, and those would be this would all be acted out within a studio uh, mock up of wherever they were, wherever they were. So it, <clears throat> um, they might be um, stealing something or planting a bug or you know various sort of espionage and <coughs> type things. The the reason it, it got so much attention when it when it was first aired was that it was really edgy and no one really understood where the rules were. Physical violence and significant injuries were a risk. Most teams failed. The rewards if they succeeded were significant. Um, as such, it quite quite quickly gained this this cult following. No one, you know, it's it's really edgy. It's quite violent. No one really, un no one, you know, really knew what was going to happen next. Um, salacious rumors about far worse deeds that just never made it to the TV screens did nothing to dent its popularity. Um, but it did eventually wane after four series it was axed not because anything uh not so much because any other shows had really come up to challenge it which sometimes happens but more because the rules started to become apparent after four series people had come started to understand where the limits actually were where the lines were um for example the guard the security guards that kept bloodying people up some you know midway through season two people started to realize that they would never escalate so if you you know they, they would manhandle you or whatever but if you weren't swinging punches at them they wouldn't hit you back essentially that's how they kept inside the law <laughs> <laughs> but when people didn't know that and were flailing around and actually trying to fight them and it got uh Brutal. It got no a bit nasty. reasonable force. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> so after four seasons, it was it was um, it was camp. <clears throat> you have each received a letter recently, or actually, let's go back a little bit. About a year ago, rumours started to go round um, about maybe it was coming back. The production company behind it um, were started to make noises about they had something big in the works. Um, but they didn't put a name to it. They were just like, you know, watch this space. We're going to bring you something awesome. <clears throat> and that's been pootling along for a little while. Nothing much has, yeah, it's just sort of simmering along in the background. Nothing much has come up. A couple of weeks ago, you will have each received a letter written supposedly by Mr. Vladimir Vostok inviting you to compete in a new round. 
it specifically said to forget what you think you might know about the way these things run, because if you go by that what you think you know, you will fail. And he doesn't want you to fail. For whatever reason, you have decided to... Uh, as I say, all for your, each for your own reasons, you've decided to um, go along with that. Um, whatever you've done in terms of chase, checking up, because obviously you, you'd be just be a little bit paranoid about things, because yeah, you've, 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 your uh, visitation, uh, i.e. when your, your uh, adoptive parent or parent came to you, was probably in the last two, three months, so it's all, it's all quite fresh. So what you, anything you've done to try and follow it up, it does look legitimate. The production company, if you contact them independently of the contact details you have on the sheet, or, you know, in the letter, they will have, um, they will have been very wary of answering any questions directly until you gave them, until you convinced them of who you were, but they will then confirm that yes, this is something from them, and they, that is, uh, you know, this is actually a thing. Um, so, that's where we're starting. We're basically going to start with you guys uh, arriving and meeting each other. You will not know each other. You will not know you are each, that each other are scions. There is not an easy way to tell. Um, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm kind of interested to see how long Cast it magic. goes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to just see how I'm, long I'm it goes. Got divining rods before <laughs> you, before you each. Um... Everyone, take the knack that lets you do that. <laughs> there is a perception knack that lets you do it, but I've got a feeling. Really? It's, uh, I've got. A... Oh, I didn't know that. No, the, that <laughs> Sorry, I was actually referring to something slightly different. Probably there is a knack that allows you to sense. Magic and and the power of other gods <laughs> is what I meant. I think it's oh. demigod now. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's a style. <laughs> hey. Yep. Um, so yes. Um, so yeah, that's where we're starting. I'm going to be interested to see how long it takes before you uh, figure each other out. But uh, yeah. Um, right. So if we go around the table. Um, first of all, I'd like because I think you've all picked the gods you want to be yep. of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if um, each of you could just briefly explain which god, um, who that god is, what they represent, and maybe briefly the kind of coward concept you have to go with that, and how you f you see your character relating to that god. None of that's necessarily set in stone yet, but just to so I'm thinking of taking um, a sign of Boulder, the Norse god. Um, he's, his primary characteristics are his immense good looks and charisma. Um, so traditionally I've, I've played quite antagonistic characters, so I'm looking forward to, to playing a character that tries to get things done by... Uh, getting on people's good sides rather than the other way around. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm planning on playing a, a charismatic character who can uh, work with people and uh, characters that you can't work with directly, possibly uh, manipulate into doing what he wants. So yeah, that's uh, my core character concept. Yeah. Okay, so I've chosen to be the child of Tsuki Yomi, the Japanese god of the moon. Um, 
who is rather a sneaky one. Very good at sneaking around the place, as you would expect uh, from a god of the moon. They don't like to operate in the darkness. Uh, but they are, however, very um, very good at talking to people as well. I've got uh, charisma as one of my uh, purviews. Um, so I'm hoping that if I do get caught, I'll be able to talk my way out of it. <laughs> good luck. Um, okay, uh, yeah, my character, I'm looking to keep it Norse. I'm going Odin. Um, I'm going for more the seeker of knowledge side of Odin rather than the uh, war side of Odin. Um, so hopefully going to be sort of working out the puzzles and things like that. Um, we'll see how that goes and see if we can stay along that path. Okay, so um, before we get into, character, into the sort of main bits of character creation, I, I would just like to say I do really like Sion. You might not believe it if I don't say it. Because I'm about to go through and, and describe a lot of the things we are going to be changing because there were bits of this. The way I look at it, if you find a, a system, a game system, that you don't really particularly like and there are issues with it and, and things that detract from the fun, you just walk away from it. I like Scion enough to try and fix it. Um... <laughs> I really do like it. I think it's an awesome system. But there are things that I find... Some bits which are more sort of glaring. And some bits that are just a bit... Just niggling. You know. Um, so I'm going to be making a few changes through the thing to try and... Um, basically to try and smooth some of that out to try and help uh, make things more... So, <clears throat> one of the ones um, we've been talking about on the table a bit before we started, one of the ones I'm going to start with is looking at this. Um, so, each god, um, if you know much about sort of the world of art and stuff, you'll know there are nine, the nine main attributes. Three physical, three social, three mental. Each god has associated attributes that go along with them. Now, in the core book, it kind of makes some sense that some gods have more than others, because... If you look at the God book, which is the third book in the series, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> if you look at the 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 power that a God can grant to their children, their scions, is based on how powerful that God is. So the more powerful gods have more powerful scions. Kind of makes sense. But as a role-playing game mechanic, it does feel a bit awkward where you have some gods like Odin, who has six associated attributes where everything's just cheaper to buy, you know, just costs less experience to buy, and other gods like uh, what's he called, Tsukiyomi, who has one. <laughs> so I'm going to smooth that out a little bit. I chose poorly. <laughs> I'm basically just going to go with three for everyone, and then try and pick appropriate things for each character. So, Balder has um, epic appearance and epic charisma as his ones. Um, I think what would be an appropriate addition to that? Possibly epic dexterity? Intelligence, maybe? Or intelligence? Or wits? wits. Yeah, wits, I think, would wits work would be quite a good well. One. Wits would work quite well. Yeah, so, I you can have wits in addition to that. Um, Odin has, as I say, six, so we're cutting them down. <laughs> Odin is very much... A, Didn't know that. He's got to have intelligence as one of them. He's yeah. going to have intelligence. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and he's, he's all about magic, and he's all about power, really. Um, 
So I'm thinking he's going to have intelligence, he's going to have wits. Yeah. And then he's going to have manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Those those ones seem very appropriate for him. Um, and then Sukigomi. I get charisma. Gets charisma. Um, right, let's have a quick look down. God of the Moon. Had to pick a god that no one knows anything about, even me. Yep. <laughs> I'm awkward. Yeah. Uh, Diplomat career, airline pilot. So talk to people, making Basically, he shanked someone that he shouldn't have done and <laughs> fell out with his sister. <laughs> Who happened to be, you know, in charge of the pantheon. <laughs> Yeah, there's one in every family. Kind of inappropriate. Um, oh yeah, he's the black sheep. He's like a really like, bad man. <laughs> yes and no. He's not necessarily. He's not like the evil one. He's he was very impulsive. He's a bit of an assassin. Uh, yes, a, a bit. bit. I read about the he shanked someone at a dinner party. <laughs> the way I see the way I was seeing that was less assassin and more. Um, if you think the more sort of the Japanese noble always has a sword at his side, sees something revolting and, and dishonouring, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Using the starter bar for me. No, it's that she would... Um, the, the Kami... So the Kami, he was the hostess. Um, she created food by looking at the land or sea from which a particular kind of food came and then vomiting up the food. Lovely. <laughs> Nothing's more appetising. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and yeah. Oh, you want to declare? Oh, <laughs> yes. So, okay. so, epic charisma um, is one of them. Um, I'm trying to think, what would be an appropriate pair of extra, sort of extra ones? Um, so, god of sneaking around. I would have thought Dex. I thought there'd be light on their feet. The messenger, so Maybe. yeah, dexterity would sort of make sense. Messenger character, you've got charisma. Um, um, either wits or perception, maybe. Probably wits. Yeah, that would make sense. I'll give you perception. Cool. Um, and then I'll have to talk to Sam and John about uh, what they're doing. I'm not so worried about um purviews in that set because what purviews do is they just give you. Choices basically to magic type stuff. basically they give you extra things you can spend experience on, as opposed to just making things that everyone can spend experience on cheaper. Mm. So, um, right, let's find the character creation bit. Hey, that was that was a good guess. Look, here it is. Um, so you've got gods. Uh, nature is uh, something in one of these. In these, so that's something to think about. There'll be nature's listed. Um, I would advise to pick one of the chosen natures because they're a bit more uh, clear as to how they work. Basically, acting within your nature gives you bonuses, allows you to gain willpower back more easily. Okay. Um, the next thing will be um, attributes. So I'm not really changing anything really until we get to the supernatural stuff. Yep. So um, if you you prioritise your uh, physical, mental, and social attributes, so same as a lot of the other, well, a lot of the sort of uh, standard world class games, mm -hmm. um, you then put points. So you start with one point in each of those attributes, and then on top of that, you get some more. Uh, and I've just passed the book over. So Dave, what's that? How many more do you get? 
Siis ennistään. Ahaa, boxeja. Um. <laughs> what page are we on? I might hand the book back to you. I'm... Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. Okay, so... Um, 8 points, 6 points and 4 points. It's on page 101. So you get 8 points, 8 points, 6 points. May I borrow a pencil, please? Yes. Oh, so basically, we can, you can uh, you can only have up to five at this point. The character sheets we've got go up to ten because God. But uh, you're yeah, so basically, um, they're in three groups: physical, mental, and social. And then you, you have to eight. pick eight, four, eight, six, and four okay. in yeah. whichever order yes. you want. Them. Note that, that when I say that these characters are exceptional humans, the average human stat is two, which means in their lowest <laughs> category, they are above average because they have three to start with. And then another four to spend, and there are only three. So the most evened out you can be is two, two, three, which means that in your lowest category you are above average. So, yeah, you are very much exceptional. Don't include the ones that are already there. No, no, you don't. That's fine. Don't include the ones that are already there, correct? Yeah, that's fine. So you're just filling in the circles at the moment. The squares are for the the silly powers. Squares are for the silly powers. Yeah, so circles are what we're kind of naturally good at. That's the human. The other ones are what we're. Well, they're physically good at, and the other ones are kind of what you're supernaturally good at. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get onto those in a bit, and I will have to do a bit of a blurb about the things I'm changing. Because. Cool. So, um. Should we go through the ones that we've put in? Yeah, if you're ready. Um, For my uh, uh, scion of Tsukiyomi, uh, he's quite a bit more more physically uh, boosted. So he's got uh, three strength, five dexterity, so he's a bit of a ninja. Yep. um, And three stamina. So kind of above average strength and stamina, but very, very dexterous. Very, very good. High dex, yep. Nice. Uh, Mental-wise, uh, he uh, he's got average perception. He's got two dots in that. He's uh, pretty intelligent. He's got three in that. Yes. And he's <coughs> averagely perceptive. Uh, sorry, he's uh, averagely witty. <laughs> That's the wrong, way, wrong word I know, but he's got two in wit. Uh, Social-wise, he's very charismatic. He's got four okay. in charisma. Yep. And he's not particularly manipulative with two. And he's average looking on two. Okay. I uh, should actually note um, one of the things I haven't realized. I haven't said the, <coughs> the Vostok's Chance is an American show. So it would be advantageous if your characters either have. Uh, <coughs> English as a language. Uh, I, well, I was going to say, either have a legal uh, right to be in, and, you know, work effectively in America, or have pretty good fake ID. <laughs> One of the two. Um, but it, that shouldn't be... I'd imagine you could get visas to go in on the TV show. Yeah, probably. Probably yeah. they can sort them out. But yeah, so just to think about for when you're come on character. Um, okay. Yes, English would be a useful thing to have as a language. I've got a nationality, but I'm not American. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go to my uh, sign of Odin. So yep. uh, I'm pretty... Just above average in the physical attributes, so I've got three in strength, dexterity, and stamina. Yep. Just, just being slightly better than a normal human being. Yep. Um, in mentals, where I kind of concentrated mainly because of my character sort of build, um, so I've gone perception for three, um, intelligence for four, and wits for four. Okay. Yep. And then in social, because I didn't want to be completely ugly, I went for appearance two, just to be average. Yep. <laughs> and then I went for manipulation four, which feeds back into Odin and 
a character and in Charisma 1 because I'm not going to be very charismatic. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> so those two, it's, it's an interesting one. Those two do kind of tie together quite a bit. So mm. it's... However, I'm going to manipulate someone if I'm not very charismatic. It's, it's, it is possible to it's manipulate people. Matt it, is possible. <laughs> it is possible to be manipulative when someone doesn't like you. But it's easier to... It, those, those do sort of go quite well. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. You can no. always... You can always... You'll get plenty of opportunities to buy up things. Uh, compared with the uh, the World of Darkness sort of standard, the experience rate in Scion is quite a lot higher. Um, so, next is uh, skills. skills. So, skills are um, basically the things you've learned to do. You have uh, a number of associated skills, which are a bit easier for you to learn because, again, you're God. Uh, your, your patron is, is associated with them. For Balder, they are, if you put a top tick next to these, art. <coughs> Athletics, brawl, melee, marksmanship. So, combat, combat, combat. <laughs> Athletics, brawl, melee, and marksmanship. That's all the combat skills. <laughs> and presence. Odin. There is... Art. Fortitude. Integrity. Investigation, Occult, and Presence. So, uh, Fortitude is physically resisting things, um, endurance, that kind of stuff. Integrity is more resisting temptations and sort of social, social and mental kind of... Resilience. Resiliency, <laughs> yes. And peer pressure. Yeah, pretty much. Or, you know, they could each apply to, tor to resisting torture, depending on what kind of Torture, yeah, nature. Um, and for Sukiyomi, it's academics, awareness, empathy, investigation, marksmanship, and politics. So um, abilities. So you. So you've got thirty points to spread between them. None of them can be higher than three at this stage. To be honest, if we're looking at characters that are around about the 20 mark, taking anything higher than 3 is possibly pushing it anyway. Um, even with even with the later boosts. But, so, you've got 30 points. At least, at least 6 must go into your favoured abilities. Later on, favoured abilities are slightly cheaper to buy. Would science cover stuff like technology? Uh, yes, I believe it probably would. Um, depends on slightly what you're doing with it. So this craft would possibly be more appropriate to more hands-on things. Science would be well, slightly like programming more... Programming and that kind of stuff. Programming would probably be... be... Science, I would have thought. Cause science, because kind of it isn't a computer skill. Yep, go with that. If you have any questions about some of these, uh, what these abilities are, ask. I will. <laughs> Just notice that the sneaky, sneaky god of sneaking doesn't have stealth. Yeah, because he's not actually really a god of sneaking. He just happens to be amazing at it. Happens to have all the magical <laughs> abilities that line up to make him really sneaky. <laughs> but hey, he's not actually. The thing is, he's not. If you if you look at the 
description of him, he's not necessarily a sneaky. He he is not he is not Artemis, you know, a sneaky hunter hunter or anything. He is a messenger. He is an envoy. A diplomat. Hence charisma, psychopomp for getting from A to B. Darkness and moon because he's the kami of the moon. So you know they're his they're his purviews. His thing. He's going to a little about what command covers. So command is leadership, essentially. I'll find the actual description in here. Command. Command represents a person's skill and experience in leading people, whether it's managing work teams or guiding raw recruits into battle. This ability can be learned through training or through hard experience. Yes. So it's it's, it's okay. leadership um, essentially. Fair I'm thinking that's fit in fitting with a yep. uh, charismatic character. So I'll yep. take a few points yep. in that. Yep. Command and presence are both very appropriate things. Uh, command is also a very very useful ability in combat too. Um, there is a um, a mechanic of coordinated assault, where a character rolls, I believe it is charisma and command. Excellent. Um, essentially, you take a, a sort of average speed action in a combat to say, right, everybody, you know, you do this, you do this, you do this. Right, let's get him. On my mark, go. And then you can get people to join in the attack. Everyone has to act at the same moment, so they have to hold their action to act with you, effectively. <coughs> but the yeah. upsides to it is that the the target of that gets some significant penalties to their defences, which means that when you're facing off against powerful enemies who are above your grade in terms of power, who you would really be struggling to land a blow on, that can really make the difference between we're flailing at this thing, not achieving anything, and we're actually landing a few blows, we're starting to wear it down. Useful, because, be... uh, yeah, having focused on, on social, I'm not sure I'm going to be that useful, at least to, to begin with, in uh, mm -hmm. uh, in fights, unless I have some uh, special abilities. Yeah, you, you may want to think about that more going forwards, but you don't necessarily have to start in there. It's not a, not a problem. As I say, the experience curve is quite quick, so you have plenty of opportunity to buy stuff. Okay, um, I think it's possibly worth going through sort of dot by dot what you've taken, but maybe sort of a little bit about what you've decided to focus on. Roger, are you ready? Or are you uh, still, still want one? You're still, um, you're still. Um, you're still okay, uh, well, I'm, I'm quite happy to go. Um, yep. Yeah. So uh, what I've actually concentrated on most of my ones that are mine. Yes, Odin. Yep. Um, so I've actually gone for a full three in art, fortitude, integrity, investigation, occult, and presence. Um, and then I thought to go along with my sort of character and sort of direction hopefully I want to go I've actually gone with um, medicine, melee, athletics and awareness on top of that um, yep. and hopefully as we go on and you'll see my character you'll see why I've gone into that sort of realm oh, that's cool um, well, another thing I keep remembering things I've been to say earlier uh, one of the things I would like you to be thinking about as we're going through this um, because it'll help uh, help sort of flesh out your character a bit is sort of in addition to sort of thinking about who your character is and that, but also thinking about who is around your character. 
your characters are still, for the most part, at the moment, human. So, who's important to them? Who's, who are they? Uh, you know, family, who, are, who they're close to, rivals, possibly, that kind of thing. Can uh, It works, A, to help you feeding scouts, but also, you know, gives me some hooks that I can uh, draw in. It gives me more ways I can make the game about your characters. Which is always uh, always more enjoyable. Okay, so um, my character is very academic, uh, quite athletic. Um, got a bit of command. Uh, control, I think, is driving, isn't it? Yeah, so control is, because it's got the spaces underneath, there were a number of sort of specialists. Oh, I took one because I figured he could probably drive. <laughs> You'd expect to take... I think probably most of you can drive, just not necessarily with any significant <laughs> skill. One of the things, uh, so in Scion, if you don't have a point in an ability, you can still roll for that, but you don't get to apply any of your epics. Okay. So the penalty is basically you don't get to apply epics, which at the high levels, when we get, I'll get on to explaining what epics do in a bit, but at the high levels, that is cripple. <laughs> to now, for now, it's... you're not going to be as good. Okay. So, um... But yeah, so... It's relatively social. He's got uh, empathy, investigation, integrity, uh, politics, and presence. Yeah. Um, as you know, kind of got a bit of an eye that he's a bit of a startup company CEO. So not like massive multinational, but you know he's got his grounded company and he's working his way up. So that that you're thinking kind of the kid who had a good idea and is turning and it, it into... turning it into money maker. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so to kind of. Understand why he's got that? He's got science three. Yep. So that's basically him coming up with his genius idea. Yep. To make himself lots yep. of money. Yep. The internet is in its uh, starting up. Mobile internet is just becoming a thing at this point in time. Uh, there are phones that can access the internet. There aren't very many websites that can load on them, but. <laughs> Still dial-up, isn't it? <laughs> Thinking of making some kind of software for phones. <laughs> Naming um, it after a robot. <laughs> um, but yes, you, so just to give you a context yeah, of where he, we are, because I've, I've looked a bit company. at what the, uh, what, where, where we are in terms of that kind of thing. Um, That's cool. kind of where I'm going with that. Awesome. Okay. Um, so for my character, not entirely set on the, the backstory yet, but I'm thinking That's fine. sort of, uh, very much a personality cult type person as a motivational speaker uh, sort of person. Mm. Um, so for that, I've um, and along with the uh, sort of uh, epic appearance and, and charisma, um, very much into speaking publicly, yep. um, keeping fit, keeping uh, looking great. So I've gone with uh, athletics. Yeah. Um, uh, Awareness, um, not necessarily related to the backstory, but um, noticing stuff is a useful yeah. trait to have. <laughs> <laughs> um, c command um, again, uh, great public speaking. Yeah. Um, always useful. Has control of helicopter. Um, <laughs> Uh, how do you arrive somewhere in style without being able to? Because, 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 how can you ever play a side character who can't play a helicopter? Day? <laughs> For reference, day, last, last, uh, the, well, the, the 
last game Dave and I, a uh, sign game Dave and I were in, uh, of course, his character had a helicopter. Yeah, he crashed that quite quickly. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Series of bad dice rolls and the, the helicopter didn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have a helicopter, helicopter with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a parachute. Yeah. <laughs> um, empathy. Uh, always good to to understand the people you're speaking to and uh, what will get them on board. Yeah, yeah. Um, integrity. Need people to believe what you're saying. Yep. Um, in along with the uh, athletics things, I've taken marksmanship yep. um, into a bit of cross country skiing. Marksmanship is, is guns. Guns. Yep. And cross those. country skiing, ski shoot. Okay. Fine. Good. <laughs> that, that's all right. I was just a little confused by seeing <laughs> <laughs> uh, politics. Yep. Um, again, uh, and. Presence comes with the the epic appearance and charisma, yeah, uh, and survival again. Uh, done a few wilderness uh, type uh, survival, yeah. Thanks for experience. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm gonna die. I live in the city. <laughs> I just say I've lived. My character's lived a very sheltered life. Well, hopefully you'll make friends with this person who can help you survive when you get stranded in the middle of the Canadian wilderness. Middle of the Canadian wilderness. There's a. Uh, where, where, when shall I put you there? Um, Time to use all that dex to run south really fast. <laughs> anyway, um, right. So, birth rights. The next bit is birth rights. Um, then we're going to get onto the more supernatural stuff, and I'm going to talk a bit about how I'm really changing some of the rules, um, <clears throat> and why. So, but first we'll do birthrights. So birthrights are things that your parent gave you uh, when they when they came to you. They give you, some, uh, some of them may give you access to some of your abilities. So uh, your more magical abilities, what are called purviews, are um, not you don't get access to automatically, except for the one which is inherent to your uh, to your uh, pantheon, that's the word. So for you two, um, it is Jotunblut, which is an ability that you can literally feed someone your blood, and they gain physical, they, they grow physically stronger and a bit unhinged. Um, <laughs> so our blood is essentially a drug. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit addictive too. They'll be very, very loyal, but a can you, you possibly don't want to deny them their fix? <laughs> At high levels, it is actually. At high levels, it can be very, very, very powerful. You know, you can turn mortals into. You can give mortals epic traits. Wow. At lower levels, I think it's just gaining boosts to mundane traits, but still, pretty good. I'm not certain. I can't remember looking. For you, it's uh, the one I can't remember how it's pronounced, but it's basically talking to the spirits. So, um, Amatsukami. Tsukomogami. It, there you go, Tsukomogami. The Amatsukami Yeah, I'm sure. Feel free to correct me on my pronunciation. <laughs> feel free to tell us that we're pronouncing everything wrong. Um, uh, apologies to anyone Japanese watching. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amatsukami are. Uh, kind of a high spirit, a court of spirits. I'm not 100% sure whether they are the or a court of powerful Shinto spirits. Um, 
someone who knows more can, I'm sure, fill me in on that one. But um, the, their particular ability is focused around interactions with the lesser spirits. So at low levels, you can literally, as I mentioned earlier, animate an inanimate object and have a conversation with it. So you could talk to a car about where it's been and who's been in it. And, you know, did someone get bundled into you? You know, draped and thrown across your back seat. Where did they? Where did they get dragged out again? Okay, could be, could be quite useful. <laughs> it's kind of handy, not at all subtle. <laughs> or if I just need some intelligent conversation. <laughs> <laughs> four intelligence could be well very intelligent <laughs> pick up a rock <laughs> all the other all the other purviews you will need to kind of buy access to at this wow, stage okay. you won't have access to them by default until you get to god uh, and I can't remember how that works so but we're not going to get to god in this I'm expecting this arc to probably get you to kind of the top of hero the bottom of the de- bottom of demigod you might get into demigod before the end of it we might not um so uh um oh, virtue okay um let's have a look well, let's do birthright since I started talking about them if I can find them <laughs> who's hidden the birth who's hidden the birthright not in that chapter. Why would it be with them? That would just make sense. <laughs> if you can find the... Find the... the um, birthright country. Oh, have a look, but I don't know this book very well, so I'm going to guess no. Uh, well, two of us looking through might get somewhere. Right, I'm going I'm to... I'm going to take a wild step. I'm going to... I know, I know, before you say anything, I'm going to look in the index. The fool! <laughs> right, so 98 has apparently some stuff about it. Okay, uh, chapter 5, page 98 points me at the right place. Page 156 to 169. Here we go. Right, so are kind of like uh, backgrounds in other, well, in, in the other world of Darkness games. Um, except a bit more, because they are definitely your sort of they are your gifts. So, um, yes, that picture. Funny, yeah. That picture is does does rather. Yeah, and the horse even has the right number of legs. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, um, yeah. So uh, the powers you cannot. T- so you have. Oh, lost my page. You have five points to put in birthrights. You cannot take birthright above three at this stage because at high levels they get very powerful. You can, however, take the same birthright category multiple times to represent a different thing. Ooh, I could take five ravens and have murder. <laughs> oh, sorry, um, crows and have murder. I'll, I'll just be an unkindness. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, birthrights are creature. You have a creature that follows you around. At low level, it's a... Um, it's a month, So one or two points... Basically, with a lot of these, one or two points is non, probably non-supernatural, but a bit more maybe a bit more intelligent, a bit more um, powerful in, in the appropriate way, and uh, so forth. A creature is a creature that is bound to you. It is not necessarily particularly um, 
intelligent, certainly at the lower levels, and if you don't have the animal purview, you might have trouble talking to it. Um, so at, th at three, you're starting to get into actually supernatural stuff. And we can't go above that. And you can't go above that yet, but you can go above it with uh, freebie points, which we'll come to later. Okay, so we need a relic to get access to our purviews. Yes. Followers are people that follow you around. Usually they're mostly statted up as combat stuff. I did have uh, my uh, political activist with her team, um, which was quite cool. Uh, and Sam had uh, her, her, SWAT, her SWAT team. That was quite fun. Uh, guide is a mentor, essentially. Again, lower levels you're talking mortals, higher levels you're talking into actually... Uh, maybe a more experienced scion or some other supernatural creature. There are other supernatural creatures living in the in the world. Uh, most people don't see them because they just don't kind of see them. They're they're masked somewhat from from human senses. Um, but yeah, so you know, you may have a centaur. Who you may have the you know what's his what's his name? Jeff. <laughs> Not Jeff. Kyron. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking of. So centaur Kyron. Possibly not the central actually Kyle through that, but yeah. Um, then relics are so relics are uh, items, um, and I think that's the last one. There was a lot of stuff on relics because relics are a very varied thing. Relics kind of come in two, uh, or so I'll say three categories, and you can put points from a relic into giving you bonuses from multiple different things. For every point in a relic. That relic can grant you access to a purview. This particularly is where that extra risk I was mentioning earlier comes from. Because your patron is giving you something that has direct access to their power. If you lose that, if someone takes it, there are various ways they can be that, that link can be subverted and used against the god. So, don't lose it. <laughs> but they probably will have granted you something with at least one purview associated, because that's part of how it works. So for every point in a thing, it'll give you access to one purview. The second one is enhancement. So if you were to have a relic firearm, you would take the standard stat line for a firearm of that, for a gun of that type, and you can spend relic points to essentially boost its stats. So you will have something that looks like, you know, probably a quite impressive, but mundane gun, but your pistol is hitting like a rifle. Because you can, so you can spend points to just boost it up. Essentially, that is sort of god-forged you know, stuff. Um... Those are much. That kind of thing is less risky for the god to give you because it's literally just a, 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 a very really good gun. A really good gun. It's nothing. There's no particular link there. The third one is various specific powers. Those can either be um, direct purview ability, so direct mapping onto this purview power that you don't actually buy. You haven't got for yourself normally. Um, you can activate this power. That may not seem great, but if you consider that access to a purview gives you the ability to buy all of the purview with experience, whereas this would just grant you that one power, still could be useful. Or other sundry, unique, magical, weird powers. 
Um, there are all manner of things. Um, ah, so uh, some things, so purviews, birthright connection. So for example, so one of the things, for example, if you have a high-level creature following you around, if you have, oh, I don't know, a rock, which is something I wanted at one point. Big I, bird. I, got it. I, want it, I, I really want to play Sion with a pet rock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just a stone. That's my pet rock. It's basically a bird big enough to carry off shit sailing ships. <laughs> now, clearly, that's the kind of thing that can't really exist in the in the real world all the time. It would get noticed. Um, so you'd probably want to take a relic that allows you to summon it when you need it. Similarly, it could apply to your uh, uh, followers or your guide as appropriate. So it's allowing you access to something else in a way that you don't have to go and find your mentor, or you don't have to be travelling around with your followers all the time. Um, so, for example, you might have a bag of dragon's teeth. That allows you to call up some skeletal skeletal hoplites to fight for you. Would be a... Okay, a different pantheon from the, <laughs> from the ones that you're playing, but it, it's that kind of thing. It's fine. You nicked it from the Greeks. <laughs> Stealing other, other scions... Definitely can't fights. go wrong. Is not a particularly politic move. We'll, we'll say it that way. <laughs> um, on the other hand, recovering stolen birthrights and returning them to their rightful owner is potentially a good way of making friends. Unless they're Greek. Because oh, the Greek gods are dicks. The Greek gods are a bit... Dickish. Yeah. <laughs> they're the way, total asshats. The way they're written is a bit... Yeah, the lower are generally the friendliest. Yeah, the voodoo gods are genuinely the friendliest, mostly because they, mostly or at least in part, because they don't consider their pantheon to be complete. So they generally consider their scions to be rather than pawns. They consider them potential siblings, essentially. They like they, they treat them more like younger siblings. Not than... too bad. Norse aren't too bad. Odin, a bit less. <laughs> Odin is very much into the, and all of you will be, and, and I am going to survive Ragnarok one way or another. I am going to find a way to make this work, and you are going to play a part in that plan. <laughs> and if you don't survive, eh. <laughs> Next, please. Exactly. You, the important thing is that you help me survive, not whether you get through it. Like, um, of course, yeah. of course, you probably don't know that, because... He's got epic manipulation as a <laughs> as a core trait. <laughs> um, but yes, so um, birthrights. So to run through that again very quickly: creature, a creature that uh, an animal, followers, people to some degree of people, um, guide, a mentor of some kind, or relic. And you can take like multiple relics. So if you want, so one I say you can't take anything above, you can't take anything above three. You couldn't take a relic, a five point relic. At you this, could take this a two and a three. You could take a two point relic and a three point relic, and they'd be separate items. Um, also, to be aware, um, given the nature of certainly where the game is starting, I don't know how long you're going to be actually in, uh, you know, operating within the confines of this game show. Uh, that rather depends on how you react to some of the things that happen. But, um... <laughs> run away! <laughs> but, the, the... That is going to restrict you somewhat in that uh, wandering around with Obvious ornate powers. guns and um, 
blades is probably not going to fit in too well with what is essentially this is supposed to be, you know, as far as you're concerned, it's a game show. You're not actually, you know, the people, if you get in a fight, the people you're fighting are essentially <laughs> actors employed. So, so just blowing their brains out is probably going to get you charged with murder. <laughs> yeah, um, better lawyers. <laughs> but, so, so just sort of be aware of that. It doesn't mean you won't get to use stuff if you take cool things. There's, it's definitely not a bad idea to take, to have access to weaponry. But at the start of the game, you might not actually have it with you, so you might not think about uh, how that's going to work. Okay, so um, would you mind running through the the guide um, that we can we can have again? What sort of okay? So I'm, I'm thinking. So guide is, as I say, a mentor. Uh, so potential guides come in many forms: sagely mortals, fellow scions, or even legendary beings. A Greek scion may, may visit a particular grove to commune with, commune with one of the rural ghosts. Japanese scions might do the same at remote Shinto shrines. Lower guides have the jarring habit of dispensing wisdom through convenient passers-by. <laughs> Lower their pantheon thing is cheval, basically the, the, the power of spirit riding another person, so they can, they can possess a mortal and uh, use various powers through them. Um... Yes. Often at inopportune or embarrassing moments for their students. Um... Purchasing this trait is no guarantee that the science guide will always be available to answer questions. Indeed, the most powerful and knowledgeable guides usually have the most distractions. Um, if you also take a relic that allows you to communicate to con contact your guide, it's probably going to be easier for you to contact them because if you have a relic that you can carry around with you and you know magic mirror or something, uh, a oh, magic oh. mobile phone, nineties era brick, full up aerial. Yes, I need support. Late nineties, you could have a thirty-two ten. Be like the latest thing. <laughs> kind of depends on where you're going Stunt with it. Um, a lot of this stuff, uh, what you should, be, what you kind of should be thinking. There, there is, you know, it's not unreasonable for. Um, you to have more technological birthrights. I'm not going to say you shouldn't, but always think. But please think about these in terms of legendary. They are legendary artifacts. They are things of story. So okay. not a laptop. They're not <laughs> going to be. They're never going to be something that looks mundane. Jewelry is quite a common one for for some yeah. things, particularly for things that are just like. Granting you things like access to a couple of purviews or something, a, a piece of jewellery. It will look ornate, it will look impressive, but unless someone knows what they're looking for, it's jewellery. Well, a relic that basically kind of almost makes an object ins insubstantial, so like you can really see it. Or tiny, That's like a sounding... like like a bow or something that you could just be like, and then suddenly bow. See, I was thinking along the same lines. <laughs> well, I was thinking, you know, God of like smoke and mirrors effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds very much like uh, like like Anastasia's rifle. Um... <laughs> I, think I was thinking wasn't that hidden behind the moon? Behind the moon, yes. Yeah. She tucked it behind the moon when cool. she wasn't using it. Um, I was going. <laughs> Probably, yeah. You could have something. You could certainly have something that you could that would be very easy to. I wouldn't say 
see how you think about how you want to describe it, but an option. Thinking a bit about some of the this is coming more from sort of the Egyptian side and the mummy game, well the darkness game. Um, so in that there is the ability to create effigies of things. So you walk around with a pendant of like an AK forty seven if you wanted, uh, and then you invest some power in it into it and you now have a gun. <laughs> Um, so it'd be kind of an effigy kind of thing. Something that's actually hidden and not there. I feel no, 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 I, I didn't mean quite powerful. literally not there. Yeah, um, but I mean, it could be done, but it would be a more powerful... More, think more like like a pen or something. You're thinking Percy Jackson? Well, oh, a, we were just exactly... a, a pen or, you know, like a pen. Yep. Something that you could... Bait, a mundane yeah. object that you just sound like, click, I don't know, either in a pen, using yeah, a Percy Jackson's on Percy click, Jackson has the pen that extends out to a sword. Yeah. Kind of folds out in in cool. Yeah, something like yeah. that, or like an umbrella that you suddenly go like, and then oh no, that's not an umbrella, that's a gun or a bow. <laughs> an umbrella that's a gun is kind of a thing, but but yeah, I think something. Yeah, yeah, you could you could uh, for something that is um, sort of essentially collapsible item. Yeah, that would be like one point of, of relic. Um, you don't need to spend relics on a mundane item. So you don't need to spend relic points on a Monday night, and you just essentially say, "I can say," I'm basically saying, "Yes, okay, you can take something off the." And standard if I spent and... two more points into that, it would be one of those that also gave me purviews. It could be something that 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 also gave you purviews, or you could then, or you could spend those two points on a separate thing that gives you purviews. Uh... I have no idea what weapons do in this. No, you do. I. I don't want one of them. <laughs> that looks terrible. A lindworm and. Tatsel worm. They look bad. <laughs> You're not going to get one of those to be accompanying you in many situations. Well, no, I literally just turned to a random page and it was there. probably the monster. Lindworm is kind of like, think, think June. Think sandworms. Yeah, I, I guess from the look of it and just went, no, I don't like that. You're not going to be too far. Uh, that looks bad. So, yes. Um... So, yeah, um, I was thinking of taking a, a guide, but I'm um, yep. wondering the, the, what to to take to contact them. Yeah, I mean, if you don't take anything to contact them, you just have to go and find. You just have to contact them, which might be as simple as picking up the phone and calling them. If they're um, sort of um, one, two, or three, you could probably justify having someone who is contactable by phone. They just might not always. That's be kind there. of okay. A, a, a supernatural, you know, a relic that that's allows you to contact um, them would basically bypass spear. the need for them to be, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. Available to talk to no, you by phone. I can't see so probably. Here, so Although they may now. still, you may still, so talk, you may still contact them, and they may tell you to call back in, call back in a bit. They're busy, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's kind of bypassing some of that. Obviously, you know, if you've got um, either that or a copash, <sighs> mm, if you've got some it? some like maybe mm. your 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 oh, yeah. university public speaking tutor or whatever, they're not. Yeah, you know, maybe try them. There's a fair chance that when you phone them up, they're going to be in the middle of doing something else like lecturing. Um, okay. That was a Daiku. So, yeah. Daiku, uh, is that a type of bow? If it's in, under ranged weapons, I would assume probably. Yeah, I'm sure it's a, it's a They do have Japanese descriptions of those on the pages around them. So, yeah. Um, so, guide. Yeah, yeah uh, so you've got five points to spend. Three points into a guide, um, what sort of level of guide am I looking at? A level guide is an experienced sion. Um, the guide can offer considerable insight into all things semi-divine, 
might know other signs from several pantheons, like titans or gods, may have fighting very strange titan spawn. Get yourself a spray, K. Other drawbacks, having signed mentors, often involved with divine heroic band, leaving her less time to guide the pupil, so... Yeah, okay. So, three could be something on that level. Um, four, you're getting up to the point where you're talking about... And, and you can spend points later on to boost if you want. Mm-hmm. Four, you're getting up into legendary sure, beings, so... so um, but Remington's kind of... I'm assuming this means, like, sniper or hunting and, rifle in yeah. this instance. Yeah, for you, more sort of possibly the dwarves and, and that kind of thing. Um, and five is a minor god or goddess. So, so I was okay. thinking like a hunting rifle type thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it would, I can't really see that you know your random Australian businessman having an AK forty seven. Right. Whereas having a hunting rifle, yeah, far more sensible. A collapsible hideable hunting rifle. <laughs> Gun. I I, th- I think I think possibly more like cool collapsible than 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 umbrella. Thing it just strikes more, strikes me more. Also, well, I don't mean like collapsible, as in like you have to spend a while building. I don't it, imagine. I don't imagine like Australians trying to go around with umbrellas for him. No, no, I, <laughs> no, I was just thinking of that as an example because yeah. again, it was in uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, that's the way he disguised me. When uh, yeah, yeah, when oh, he yes. goes to visit Doctor yes. Strange, yes. Mjolnir is a yeah. umbrella. It was just an example. Oh yes, don't forget your umbrella. Crash, crash, thump, clatter, <laughs> smash. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a silly film. I really yeah, so liked that that's what, that's what I was thinking. Something mundane. Okay. So it, it's probably going to be less. So that was more of an illusion. I'm th- this probably would be more of an actual sort of physical transformation. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, magical, not like literally a collapsible sniper rifle, because you could buy one of those. Yes, it's, it's magical to the point of you can wander around. Yeah, a collapsible sniper rifle is still a, is still a briefcase sized thing, and then you have to spend ten minutes yeah, together. In, this is more of a something that you could walk around with in public and no one would bat an eyelid. And then an action, you have a. And then suddenly, I'm holding a sniper a rifle. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely fine. I, I need to think of a suitable object. Yep. Yep. Um. Pimpstick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, it would probably look. Like, it would be a quite impressive whatever it was. Yeah. Even collapsed, it would look. It would stand out, but it wouldn't necessarily. What about stand like a really like swanky pen? I'm yeah. thinking businessman. Yeah. 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 Well, no. I mean, it's something. It's going to be like that, or a checkbook, or something. But given checkbook that it's, really wouldn't work. Given so that it's yeah, I mean, given that how old it is, I'm thinking like nice an old fountain, fountain pen. pen. Yeah. You could, you could go full Kingsman, like. Briefcase flick out and just a briefcase, <laughs> <laughs> a briefcase hunting rifle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and, no, um, like, like think like the ultra, you know, fancy fountain pens that you would have to like buy from like some tiny shop in Switzerland that would cost like twenty grand. Yeah, that yeah. kind of pen is yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy for that. Um, so yeah, um, things on. So things on birthright. So you're thinking going. With some stuff with guide. I suggest you. I suggest you possibly want to take some relic for, for purview access. Um, I'm probably going to take a pair of relics. Yep. I'm thinking uh, creature two. Yep. Um, for a pair of wolves. Okay. Frecky and Gary. Easy there, Lee. <laughs> um, and well, then... I know who the traitor of the party is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, one level one relic, just a pendant with like two carved wolves on it, so that I can throw it out and then they come to life basically okay yeah so basically yep. odin's wolves yep 
Okay, you're and borrowing Odin's wolves. Yeah, I'm well, Odin well, had ravens. Sort of part of their. Yeah, he had, he had, he had, he had wolves and he had ravens. ravens. But Hugin and Moonin were the most important. <laughs> yeah. They were the. They were the they, most. They, he used them to divine them. and things yes. like that. But yeah, yeah, sure, you can have. So they gather be, knowledge. They will be standard wolves. Yeah, as far yeah. as the wolves. Yeah, I, I was thinking they're more of a sort of rather than being full fairy, uh, fairy and get. I can't say it now. Um, giant like, wolves from a Primark. Yeah. <laughs> Primark. yeah. Bargain basement giant wolves. <laughs> um, they're more more of a portion of their power and poor portion of them rather than Offspring, their Offspring, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, than, yeah. within the way Simon works, yeah. works yeah. it's more likely they would be children of that line. Yeah, exactly. Right? So that, that. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, I, cool. I, I was also going down the, the pen route, the uh, level two... Yeah. Um, relic for a sword for a, no for a spear I'm thinking Odin's oh, spear yes. okay yeah, yeah so and I'm thinking yeah. click the pen and it turns into a spear why do all these people like pens but my, 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 mine's a park well, could Percy Jackson it's just really cool in Percy Jackson <laughs> I just have this really image of my character going oh crap we don't we don't have smartphones to write things down, and we've yeah. got pads and paper. <laughs> yeah. so exactly. Exactly. Really swanky pen. Pen. To be fair, you, you kind of exactly. don't have smartphones. Don't have smartphones yet. <laughs> so <laughs> pens are still a relevant thing back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids, just remember, we all use pens once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> just kids going, what's a pen? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, so, so I'll make a, Is it level two relic to give me a purview as well? So okay. level one would allow you to have a collapsible weapon that's yeah. just going to be standard default weapon. If you want to put more points into it, you can make that weapon a better better stat line. You can also put points into something to give you access to purviews. Either you could do that for your, for your amulet, although probably if you do that for your amulet, you call balls out of it rather than throwing it yeah. out, because otherwise you then wouldn't have it and wouldn't really have access to your... Yeah, okay, all right, then I'll make the relic with the wolves in it um, two relic then for extra purview as well. Okay, cool. So if you write those, write those down... Can I have... Give them, give them cool names. That's when you think of them. You don't necessarily need to think of them now, but give them cool names because... Oh, yeah, I'll have to think of that. Am I allowed uh, an on-it walking cane that can transform into a, a mundane rifle and, for an extra point, give me access to a purview? Or yes. do I need to split that into two? Yeah, yeah no, you totally can put things put things together like that. All I'm saying is you can do it that way or you can split it up, whichever yeah. one makes most sense for you and for okay. it as well, what you want to get from it. Um, you may get more than one purview as well. Remember that each point you get putting into it only gives you access to one of your god's purviews, and there are a number of them. So just to quickly remind people, uh, Balder, you can buy access to... Uh, Guardian and Sun. Odin, you can buy access to Death, Magic, Mystery, Prophecy, Psychopomp, and War. So, yes, he gets a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Of I'm basically but I'm less worried about that. Enough of my relics allow me to buy all three of mine. Because Darkness, you... Moon, and Psychopomp. And you get Darkness, Moon, and Psychopomp. <laughs> Literally, like, smoke and mirrors, boys. Smoke and mirrors, yes. I'm over there, or am I? <laughs> Darkness, Moon, Psychopomp, and Tsukumogami. Yeah, that's it. Talking to rocks thing. Yeah, you don't really pronounce the T, I think, in those... those the T-S in Japanese don't really pronounce the T so much. Mm. So it's, it's a <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word on that. My knowledge of the Japanese I, I'm doing another role-playing game, which is set in Japan, and therefore have at least some exposure to I might those. have to watch Shogun again. They speak quite a lot of Japanese in there. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, so... 
Yeah, so think about that because you might want to put more than one point. You don't have to yeah. put all the points in now that you want. You will have a chance to go back and spend more stuff later. Okay. Are you able to give a quick overview of Guardian Sun as purviews and what? Okay, Guardian allows you to mark people as uh, you are protecting them. You li- they literally gain an indelible, effectively brand or tattoo in your mark. It is unique to you. Um, and you then gain the ability to know where they are, know if they're in trouble. Um, you can then later on some of the other abilities sort of build on that so you can grant them um, resistance and that kind of thing. Um, it also allows you to do things like warding areas, so you can ward an area against intrusion. Um, sun is light and stuff around that, so um, it at low levels allows you to see, um, e- even in the lowest light, finding there's at least some light, you can see fine, you can see through any kind of obs- so fog or anything like that, doesn't block your vision, um, you can summon light, you can use it to blind people, disorient people, at higher levels you can do things like summoning uh, one of its powers is like uh, uh, summoning uh, arrows of light, which means that you gain lots of, they, they're basically more powerful arrows. I think it's specifically arrows, not bullets. I don't think you can enhance uh, a gun with, in that way. That uh, fire allows you to do that. Um, uh, yeah, so so Guardian Powers, Vigil Brand, as I said, Aegis, or Aegis, happen that's pronounced, um, which allows you to grant someone extra soak, effectively, or hardness, I think, technically. So mortal or an object, and ward, which allows you to ward an area. Um, some penetrating glare, divine radiance, and heavenly flare, which basically is first one you can see really well. Next one you can produce light to illuminate, and the third one you can produce light that can actually uh, disorient. Okay, both kind of cool powers. Yeah, darkness. Also a very cool power set. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I should have called myself Jim Batman. <laughs> you could, but it's <laughs> not a good way of remaining slightly concealed. The rest of the party may lynch you. <laughs> there is a street in Cambridge called Bateman Street, but they always sabotage it and rip the E off. So literally every time I walk past it, it's Batman Street. <laughs> awesome. So yes, um, so yes, think about those when you're looking at those because those you might. Right now, I need to talk for a bit. Because this is where we're getting into I am changing stuff. Um, we'll get on to virtues in a second. So, start off. Uh, legend. So legend is the power trait in Sion. Your legend stat defines how many points you can get in uh, in things. For now, I'm actually going to say you're going to start at legend 2. Mm-hmm. Which means you can't take any anything above 1. Any of your epic attributes or purviews can't go above one to start with. Probably relatively quickly you'll boost up to Legend 3. Um, one of the main things I'm saying about Legend is that it is not something you buy, despite yeah, in the book it's something you buy, it's quite a big expenditure. The reason I found that to be kind of a source of contention when we played it with that role, because you ended up with this kind of awkwardness of people kind of 
when do I buy it, when do I not, because it's that power stat that allows you to then get that next level of power over people who haven't bought it up. Yeah, it's much easier to keep everyone the same. So I'm just giving that as a story award. It just flattens everything out a yeah, bit, you know, evens, evens the table a bit and just means that you, as a group, you don't have that decision and... When I give you that new next point of legend, I am then explicitly telling you you are now allowed to buy up to the next tier of stuff. Excellent. Um, legend points makes absolutely no difference right now because I'm reducing it to two times rather than your legend rating squared. The reason for that basically is not something that really is going to impact us probably in this game. But if we continue this on, which I have some vague concept we might, um, at higher levels you end up, if you go with the standard rules, it's quite easy to get 50, 60, 70 points of legend, and then it just takes you an entire plot arc to use it all, and then you've got, and then suddenly you've got nothing, and you can't easily recover it. By making it double, and just cutting it down, it makes it a bit more uh, limited in the sense that you can't just throw points at it until until the problem goes away, but also you can boost all the way back up to your full capacity quite quickly. Um, on that note, I'm intending to be quite uh, generous with at least basic uh, stunts. So stunts basically are, are the standard way of recovering legend in Scion. If you want to do something, say you want to hit someone in combat, if you say, I punch him, that's not a stunt, you don't get anything. If you were to actually describe how you run up, duck underneath his guard and give him an uppercut under his chin, that'd probably be a one-by stunt. <clears throat> it gives you an extra die on your actual action, and it gives you a point of legend. You should be able to... Basically, my, my intention is it should be possible for you to gain a point of legend every turn, every round of combat. Essentially. A bit awkward with a sniper rifle. <laughs> I can't wheel firing my gun under my. There were various ways of doing it. Um, exactly how you do it, it's up to you. You can also one-liners. You can, can stunt in in any action. You know, combat is not the only place you stunt, but it's often where a lot of the stunts come in. Um, stunting can also allow you to push things onto other stats. So if you describe how you're doing something in a particular way, um, it might encourage me to say, "Okay, yeah, I'll let you roll strength instead of dexterity for that." So, those kinds of things. But mainly, so, so basically, I'm going to be quite generous on low-level stunts. Stunts basically come in three levels. One is you've described it a bit. Two is you've described it pretty well. It's, it's pretty cool. You're, you're really drawing people into the, into the scene. Three is that was awesome. At three is the point where you can actually start to regain willpower as well as, um, as, well as legend and stuff, because you are just being that damn awesome. <laughs> There won't be very many threes, but hopefully there'll be some because they're awesome when they happen. So it's really it's, the game is encouraging you to really make make a story out of every every encounter, um, which is nice. Um, so yes, so I'm doing making those changes. The next change I am making is so your um, epic attributes. Epic attributes are auto, they are automatic successes. So for depending on the level you have in epic attributes, you gain a certain number of automatic successes. They also grant you other associated benefits. <coughs> epic stamina, for example, reduces all wound penalties. And gives you more wounds. And at a higher level actually just gives you more health levels. So standard standard by standard, a human has seven health levels. A god can have a lot. Um, 
I am changing slightly how those work. Again, no real impact to start with, because it doesn't change the level 1 and level 2, but I'm changing it. In, in, it is a, as kind of a, a geometric scale in, in the standard book, which is 1, 2, 4, 8, uh, 1, 2, 4, 7, 11, 11 16. The issue I found with that, um, Dave agrees, because we've talked about it earlier, is that that results in being in a situation where if someone has one more step, one more point of an epic attribute than you, they win. Any contested roll, they win. That's about it. Without a lot of luck. Without either a hell of a lot of luck, or you really managing to stack the odds in your favour. Just one point of epic attribute is enough to take someone Massively, past the point yeah. where you can you can do anything. What I am changing it to is a linear scale. So while you are at hero level, it will be one point per point you have in an epic attribute. When you get to demigod, it'll be two. If you get to god, it'll be three. That still allows you at the top level ten points of epic attribute in gods. You're getting thirty auto successes. You are. It, it, it is still kind of. It's still massively outcasting anyone. What's the most a hero can have three. A hero is up to three. Um, but it just levels things out a bit. Again, it also takes a bit of the pressure off in terms of the inter-party stuff, so that if someone's bought one extra level of epic stamina, it's a bit less of a, I have, in order to touch them, I have to throw things at the party that will kill anyone else in one shot. Yeah, that is quite a common problem. That is a a common issue. If you have, like, if, if you're to, if you're sort of three or four levels below the below the cap on epic stamina, you probably want to be thinking about other ways of making sure you don't die when combat kicks off. But one or two, you're you you're in a bit more of a survival situation. You're not the tank, but you're not necessarily going to be completely fragile. Um, the other thing I'm changing around epic attributes by the standard book, you gain. A knack, which is a sort of a focused application of that attribute. Um, for example, there is a wits knack, a social chameleon, which removes all penalties for trying to interact socially in, in an unfamiliar group. You can just move in, you can immediately start picking up on the cues around and interact as if you knew you know that environment. Not necessarily you know the people, but you know the environment, you know the way they talk. You can very quickly cue in on how they're going to be interacting. Um, by standard, you gain a point of an, you gain a knack every time you gain a point of epic attribute. You can also buy them independently. In my experience, again, less of an issue. Most of this stuff are less of an issue in Hero, but once you get towards the top of demigod, you end up with about 30, 40 knacks, and that kind of has two issues for me. One is that you come out of a scene. And then 10 minutes later, you go, hang on a second, I had that knack that I haven't used in <laughs> eight game sessions and therefore I completely forgot I had and would have just allowed us to solve that problem really easily and really advantageously. Crap. <laughs> I forgot I have it and therefore it's too late. The other issue is it just doesn't make them as special. So I'm making Nax purchase only. You have to explicitly buy them and you buy them separately. You have to... I'm going to say you have to have at least one level of... of yeah, so uh, one Nax per epic... Probably yeah, you can you have to have at least one thing. But you, you don't have to buy them. So you can just be strong. Or you can be that epically strong guy who can punch down walls because you've taken Divine Rampage. 
you know, it's that kind of sort of thing. It's it's that focus where you it's it's kind of it's it's going a step beyond you're really strong into sort of focused superpower stuff. I am expecting there will be some knacks that everyone buys, self-healing, for example. <laughs> it's just too damn useful not to. It's an epic stamina knack. Um, but you, know, you won't necessarily start with it, but I'm expecting people will buy it as the game goes on. But it, it, a lot of things, it allows you to more focus and specialise, I think. Which I think is quite nice. Um, so basically, yeah. Reduces the, reduces the number of things you can forget you have and allows you to focus in and say, I do this thing really well, and you can be the character who does that thing really well. Um... Ah, yes, knacks. Um, the other thing is that some of the knacks are going to be changing a bit. So uh, the first one you're going to see in the book is Untouchable Opponent. <laughs> By the basic rules, untouchable opponent is you spend one legend, and for the entire scene, the entire combat, you gain a significant boost to your defense. Now, in again at the level you're starting at, it's one extra. It's going to be like at most one extra point or two extra points when you get that far. But once you get higher up, it's it's literally double the effect of your epic epic decks in terms of applying it to your defense, which at low levels is kind of handy. A high levels is literally what it says on the tin. No one can touch you. Yeah, you spend one legend, I think I remember. No. you can recover it in a, you recover it with what a, a simple stunt, and no one can touch you that entire scene. I am changing that to be one legend per attack you are defending, and you must declare it before I tell you what the result of the attack roll was. That immediately makes legend burn down more quickly in a fight. But that then just encourages you to stunt more, which is cool, because then you do more stunts <laughs> and you do more cool stuff. Um, I'll see about other knacks. I'm not going to try and be too, I'm, I'm not trying to be, I'm trying, try not to be too harsh. Most of the stuff that is kind of passive sensory stuff, because particularly because I'm making knacks less pervasive, you're not going to have as many of them. Um, I'm probably going to leave most of them being kind of, the, the ones that are free are probably going to remain free. Um, but it's mostly the ones like that and at demigod level body armor same thing it's a soak equivalent of that basically which essentially are just too much to be a, I spend one legend I get this for a scene um, I'll see about other things as we encounter them um, uh, the last point is just to say there are some high level abilities which if you look by the rules with me having reduced your legend pool you could never activate their costs will be reduced accordingly so, you know, there's things that are like, this costs 30 legend to activate. Well, if it, you've got double legend as your maximum amount, you can never activate that. But when you've got legend squared as your maximum amount... Yeah, it goes up yeah. to like 144 at god yeah. level. <laughs> at maximum god, top level god, it's 144. So 30 points is a big chunk because it takes you ages to recover that. But... It's only like less than a quarter It's less of what than a quarter of what you can have if you're at full, full charge. I'd be reducing all of those so you can still activate them. There'll still be a significant cost, but they will not be, you know, your entire legend pool. Um, right, okay. So, right. <sighs> Said all that. You are starting at Epic uh, Legend 2. That means, to say, you can't raise anything above 1. You start with 10 points to spread between Epic Attributes Boons, which is your purview abilities, and next. 
So normally 10 points, if you start a Legend 2, 10 points is kind of, I get one in all of the epic attributes, and then I get a purview. And that's like, there isn't too much flexibility, but because I'm making next something you have to buy, I feel that's less, uh, less of an issue. So you're spreading those between those. Um, I will just point out, because the way the mechanics work, I didn't spot this, and then I ended up spending a lot of experience early on in the game. Getting the first level, in experience, getting the first level of an epic attribute is bloody expensive. Getting the second level is half the cost. It costs you ten experience to get the first level, and like four or five, depending on whether it's favoured, to, mm. to go from one to two. So if you think you are going to want to start training up an epic attribute, it's probably worth putting a point in it for now. And um, with the boons... Uh are we restricted on what dots? Because it goes yes, one to three. it will only be one dot boons. So we can only buy one dot boons. So um, Epic Attributes you buy sequentially. Most purviews, not all, but most purviews you can buy, indivi you buy individual powers. You don't buy them. You don't sort of go, I've got level one in this. Now I've got level two in it. You go, I have the level one ability in this. I have, I'm then going to buy the level three and the level seven. Once you've got enough legend to get, you know, once you've got eight legend. Um... You cannot take anything above... So the, the way it works is your... One minus your legend is the maximum level you can raise any supernatural ability to. For epic attributes, you, you have another cap on them, which they, is that they cannot go... The epic attribute cannot be higher than your mundane attribute. It can be equal, but not higher. So if you've got epic... So if you've got epic uh, stamina 2, you cannot... So if you've got mundane stamina 2, you cannot have epic stamina 3. Okay, but we can't have more than epic. But you can't have anything one. above one at the moment anyway, so it's not a constraint. It's just letting you know for future reference as you buy things up. Okay, experience. so we can buy one one dot boons, nax, and... One dot boons, nax, and... Stats. One dot epic attributes. Yeah. Let's get on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, start putting ones I definitely want in. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Dex, by any chance? Dex, <laughs> Perception. Okay. <laughs> Mostly it was Dex that I knew, because when you're playing a sneaky character, <laughs> you really want that. So which sections are these going? Sorry? The, oh, it's on the back of the sheet. Um, the Vigil Brand Guardian. Uh, yep. I think so. Is that in? Boons. Boons. Oh, there we go. Yeah, you have access to some weird ones as well. Myth, uh, magic and mystery work a bit differently in terms of purviews. Mm. I think they're ones you actually have to buy sequentially, um, and then you buy like powers within them or something. I can't remember. I do love <laughs> name the name of the purview Psycho Pump. I just think it's brilliant. It's a great one. What's level one Psycho Pump? Unerring orientation. Where am I? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Most of the level one abilities are kind of sensory. Basically, I can find home. Yep. If I'm filming a game show in America, probably not that useful. <laughs> home. Many, many, many <laughs> miles that way. <laughs> yes, but I think also I'll, I'll say that it, it kind of allows you to orient yourself. You will, you will never be really lost. So I liked the sound of that one until it went, and you can find your way home. If my character's an Australian and I'm not in Australia, not that handy. You can probably find your way to, you know, I mean, you the hotel have, room. And you that always have a compass on as well, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's basically it's going to be that kind of thing of you always know where you are and which way you're facing. Yeah. You won't necessarily know how to get past the obstacles around you. You know, if you're dropped in, I'll know the direction I need to go in. Yeah, I need to go that way. That's a cliff. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you will know. You'll be able to tell how far you've travelled along it to find ways around and that kind of thing. You're not going to get completely lost. Uh, you've got which ones have you got access to, or which ones have you bought access to? <laughs> I don't even remember. Have you chosen? Because you can always. Well, so I bought access to all three of mine. Because, because why not? Well, I've only got because they're all really cool. I've got three, so I think <laughs> it's awesome. not a lot. So yeah, <laughs> well, I've, I've only got I've only got one extra thing I can one extra pair of you I can buy because obviously I'm... we do have freebies, so you can go back to them later if you want to. So you have fifteen points freebies. If you find that you want access to more purviews. Um, you can at this stage go and say, well, that means I need to spend some of my freebies on Birthlights in order to get access to that. Um, how do we purchase willpower in this one? Um, willpower, again, either through freebies, but also through virtues. We haven't gone to virtues yet. Ah, yeah, okay, sorry, I'm jumping ahead of us, aren't I? Oh, prophecy but, isn't in here. But virtues are... Um, ver- prophecy, I think, is at the end. So after all the main ones, and possibly after the Pantheon-specific ones... There is a set of special purviews, which includes magic, oh, yeah. mystery, prophecy. Yeah, where's magic? Because I was thinking that's the one I was going to buy. I think it's cool. magic. Considering Odin is pretty magical. Yep, yep. Mag- magic, mystery, and prophecy so you, are Odin's things. So yeah. you can spend one of your things on one of those two, or two points on both. So it's actually. Can I can I just leave the read up on magic? Because I think it's a weird one. Yeah, I don't want to be going in somewhere that might be a bit confusing for the game. If that's no, it's fine. I, I don't mind you getting it. I just want to make sure. I've spent six my points so far. What you are I've getting. Spent eight. Basically, I just want to make I've sure you're playing by the rules as they or at least as I want them to be. I bought night eyes, which means I can magic. see in the dark and mm. unearing orientation, so I can't get lost. Yeah, and influence the mysterious forces of fate. Yeah. All the songs. Science gives games one free new spell of the increased value for each new drop of the magic curve you get. So the special purviews are, I will write, the special purviews you buy incrementally. Mm. So you're going to need to note down somewhere. I don't know where on the sheet would, would go. Um, My special purview. That you have a... So for most purviews, as I was saying, you buy individual levels. You, you buy so the level 1 power, the level 3 power, the level 8 power, and maybe you look in some other source books and go, ooh, that's a really cool level 3 power, we're going to have two level 3 powers, whatever. Special purviews you you buy up as a as a thing. So magic you will have magic 1, that is one thing you can buy. When you buy magic 1, you can buy Ariadne's Thread or the Unlidded Eye as a spell. You can then also buy the other one of those, if you so choose, as an additional spell. So you gain a spell every time you increase your level of magic. And So he doesn't need both ones, he can just buy one, two, three, four, five. So every time so you can buy up your magic independently and every time you buy up a rank, rank of magic, you gain a spell of that level. Um How do I purchase a level of magic? Um as a at this point it's one of your one of your ten points right. of supernatural stuff can be a level of magic which will also grant you a level of a spell. So I have to buy a level of magic before I can buy another spell. So I can... you you so you buy level one magic that automatically gives you a level one spell mm-hmm. as part of learning it and allows you to then buy other level one spells. Right, about the same cost. So you could spend like one dot to buy that one, for example, and then you can, if you want to, spend another dot to buy that. Yes, oh. essentially, at this point, it's it's kind of the same as if you were buying the spells individually. Yeah, um, yeah. 
but you can't be anything above level one. You yet. can't go up above level one yet. Anyway, so. If you want to scout out what you're, where you're going to be going, yeah, there's no harm in in browsing ahead of it. Um, also probably good because he's. Yeah. Last time I played Sion, I bought Justice. I never used it. <laughs> Literally, uh, no. I think I maybe used it once. The entire session. And it was kind of one of these things. I always felt a bit kind of, I could have done something more useful with these points. How much would it be to buy a knack in XP terms? Because obviously it's not covered in the book. Five? I think it is covered in the book. Okay, to buy knacks. Okay, I didn't realise. I think it's five. Look, We can look it up later, but it's... um... Oh, I was just curious. I didn't know. Yeah, you can buy them them separately. Um, Which is one of the reasons I ended up with quite so many. Lots of, there were lots of cool things I wanted to be able to do. <laughs> and I think we also got the cost of them wrong. I think we were costing them at three rather than five, so I ended up getting them cheap. So if you were lying to someone, yep. what would you be rolling on out of curiosity? Um, <coughs> probably manipulation and presence um, would be my guess. It depends on exactly what you're doing, but as a, as a default, I'd say lying would okay, come under so manipulation, manipulation rather than charisma. Yeah. Um, there are manipulation knacks for you believe me. There are also charisma knacks for you believe me in slightly different ways. Um, so, uh, yeah, one of the ones I've taken. Benefit, is of, the benefit doubt. of the doubt. There we go. That's the one. I was trying to remember what it's called. There's uh, there's also at higher levels uh, unimpeachable weapons, which basically allows you to grant that to someone else, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, benefit of the doubt basically allows you to be talking to someone, and they will. To some degree, accept what you are saying, at least long enough to go along with it. So, if you're trying to convince the police officer that he needs to uh, get people to get a cordon put up to hold people back from the horde of rampaging, I don't know, centaur, he he might be very confused at you, but he'll believe that you are definitely, you know, sincere that there is some danger, something really dangerous, and. And that he should be, and he probably will agree to to try and keep people back. He might not necessarily immediately believe that there were actual like Greek centaur running around, more murdering people. <laughs> but yeah. So rather than buying a pervy, what would be an example of something I could put on a relic like amulets? Or a gun? okay, so so access to a pervy is one. Pervy powers are another, so you could get an ability that you wouldn't normally have access to, either because it's outside of your god's remit, or because it's higher level. <coughs> or there are huge numbers of specific things. Okay, so kind of a power outside your level, that just costs one dot? Or? One dot per level of power. Okay, so if you're buying a one dot boon, it would be one, one dot. dot in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the... <clears throat> and there's all, so there's all kinds of um, stuff that you can do. So um, one of the example characters, I think one of the I think it's an example antagonist who has abilities, has ability on his armor because he's a son of uh, um, what's his name Ares. Um, he has ability on his armor that basically enhances the dam- his damage conversion knack. So he can actually downgrade bashing to nothing. Costs him more legend to do so, but he can downgrade. He, I think he could downgrade lethal to bashing to nothing. 
blows through legend quite quickly, but he resists a huge amount of damage. Spend two points, you can fly. Yeah, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Of course, you might. That might be like sort of um, shown. It, it might be a bit. A little bit unsubtle. Um, but there's that. There's the the scion of Aphrodite who has Eros and Anteros as a pair of guns. They each have the unique ability to mean that that person either falls madly in love with or utterly revolted by the next person they see. Nice. Literally, you know, the the, the cherub's arrows kind of things. Um, it it's, it's like it it uses a bullet, but it doesn't injure the person. It's just a specific thing. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think if there are any other particular things I can think of. Other things are like access, as I said, access to your followers, your 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 yeah. companion guide, whatever. Hey there. That was uh, 10 points to spend, was it? In yep. Those things. So, yeah, I think I've chosen mine. I've uh, cool. gone what for have you got um, a point of epic in all of the social stats, so charisma, manipulation, and appearance. Yep. Again, in all of mental stats, perception, intelligence, and wits. One in choices. Dexterity. Yep. I'm not so a particularly uh, physical character. Um, and I've gone for. An auto uh, success on all dexterity rolls where you have development skill is still. Pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, the auto successes, just as a uh, note, uh, the way the dice, the way the, the way the thing works, it's it's kind of as I say, it's like this world darkness. So you add up your relevant traits in the things I say. So say I was getting you to make a dexterity and marksmanship roll, you would add up your your mundane dexterity score and your and your marksmanship. You would roll that many dice. Every die that came up a seven or more is a success. A ten is two successes. If you get at least one success, you then add your epic attribute successes. If you don't get any successes, you get nothing. If you get ones and no successes, you've screwed up. That's happened to me a few times. <laughs> oh, the joys of a fumble. Any number yeah. of ones <laughs> and no successes. Yeah, it depends on how I'm feeling. I can't remember what the balls say, but it really just depends on how I'm feeling. <laughs> okay. A1 is if you roll A1 and no successes I might not be quite as harsh if you manage to roll like 10 ones it's going to be hard for me to resist being rather mean <laughs> if you roll 10 ones you've done pretty damn well in uh, you know, heroes of the game of yes. <laughs> you can get up to 10 dice dice balls you can, but that's what I'm saying. Ten ones in <laughs> hero would be damn impressive. Would be something you are specialized, utterly specialized at, and you got all ones. That's that's one in a lot. Ten billion. Never tell me <laughs> Anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's just a quick mention. Of that. So, yeah. so the thing. Anyway, so, yes. What else um, have you taken? Uh, so I've taken Vigil Brand um, yep. Boon yep. Um, from Guardian, yep. uh, which allows me to protect people or areas. Um, it allows you to mark people or areas, which allows you to then know if they are in danger mm-hmm. and where they are and state of them and things like that. No, it wasn't me. Someone else had it. Um, yeah. Benefit of the doubt, as I said earlier, um, convincing people uh, through yep. nice means to uh, do as I ask. Yep, yep. Um, and... Serpent's Gaze, which allows me to effectively lock someone uh, yes. looking into my eyes uh, whilst 
everything else goes on around them. You can incapacitate people with a hypnotizing gaze. It's a very useful ability. Whilst I'm not necessarily a, a particularly combative character, I could yep. possibly disable a combatant whilst yeah. the more able people yep. bash them around yep. the head. I think, it, <laughs> I think it doesn't uh, its effects are broken if they are attacked, but it would allow you to take a. If you've got multiple ta- multiple enemies in the fight, you could lock one up. Yeah. To at least reduce uh, what other people are facing. So it's a very useful ability. Cool. Roger. Um, I've only Sorry. spent nine, but I'm going to come back to the other one. I've made a note. Okay. Just because okay. I don't think Fine. I want to do it. So um, I've got uh, epics in all of the physical and mental attributes. Yep. And charisma. Yep. And I bought the two. I bought two boons. Yep. I bought night eyes from the darkness purview, which yep. uh, means I don't get a penalty to see in the darkness. Yep. And I bought an earring orientation from the psycho pomp uh, purview, which means it's hard, very, very hard for me to get lost. Um. Oh, just a thought. If people haven't, please make sure you've noted down your epics, uh, your associated epics, especially where I've changed them. Yeah, I'll put little stars next. Yeah, yeah. put stars next to mine. Good, 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 good. Because otherwise we'll forget, and then we'll have to have this conversation again. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, yes. Yeah, so I have gone for pretty much similar as Roger. I've got all in physical um, and all in mental. Cool. Um, and then I've gone no epic manipulation. No epic manipulation. No, no. I've I've, I've got four. I've got four in it at the moment. Uh, Brave. <laughs> Um, but I've gone for two spells. Yep. So I've gone for the Unleaded Eye. Which does what? Uh, this spell allows the caster to see magic and supernatural powers that are normally invisible to mortal sight. It also faintly reveals the threads of fate and intertwine people, revealing strong or thick threads and allowing the caster to determine the science or other supernatural beings' legend level. You can tell they are the times. Okay, that's um, cool. Uh, I, then, I, I wasn't aware of that power. I know there's a there's a perception knack that allows you to basically smell the magic. Well, that, that's a perception and a cult test. Yes, those, those specifically those yeah. perception knack that allows um, you to do it, which is set for, for magic. But yeah, that's cool. But it, co- it cost me one so, pill, one willpower to do it as well, so it's not like yeah. I'm going to be doing it as yeah, soon yeah. as I meet everybody. Um, no, and then, but you might be using it later on when you're thinking, do I want to introduce? Do, do, do we want to actually just introduce? Yeah. Sob it. Yeah, okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of willpower to look at the whole team, though. <laughs> not necessarily. I'm not sure. I'd have to check exactly yeah. how it works. Um, and then uh, I've picked but, um, yeah. uh, Ariandi's thread as well, which um, is basically lets me track a person without needing sight of them. So if we're following a target, but we don't want to get too close to said target, or a structure, or a car, or anything What's like exactly? that. Actually, I'll, I'll read up on that. Yeah. <laughs> so the caster it declares means... a target, a person, place, or thing, and can therefore... Unnearing, un, unnearingly track that target has where they've gone following per, I can't even say that word um, can you say that word? perturbations oh, there you go he leaves in the threads of fate so in other words I can basically follow someone's fate yeah, our friends okay. around I'm um, cool. kind of picturing it like tracking in uh, yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2 yeah. there's a little kind of <laughs> no line, line. <laughs> there's a little line yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <clears> kind <throat> of roughly what you're getting again there's basically you pick two the, the two those two spells there are perce- there are perception knacks that do that um, but you're doing it through a different yeah. approach um, which um, is cool it, it probably is a wizard a, <laughs> yeah. um, probably a slightly more powerful way of doing things as well the other I've taken a boon I've taken health and that's yep. more more for my character side of things yeah, but it just lets me see automatically what's wrong with someone. Basically, yep, doesn't cost me anything. Doesn't yep. matter. Yep, 
automatically then, you can <clears> tell how many health levels, what is it, how many levels of damage they've taken, yeah, not and, how much and, and they any, have left. Yeah, and any condition and they any might conditions, have. Yes. That, that's quite a fun one when you look at someone and go, you are on 30 levels of lethal damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then the last one I took was just animal communication, considering I've got two wolves, I should probably yes. be able to speak to them. Yep, so, so have you got animal... Is animal one of Animal Ken as well is one of the stats. Animal communication is out. So normally you animal. So you don't get access to purviews. You can't normally buy access to purviews unless they are listed as one of your oh, god's yeah. abilities. Okay, so I've got to head down. So you can't get that. What you could do instead, yeah, help me if you here. wanted to be able to talk to your wolves, is put say on the pendant might be an appropriate place to put an mm. extra point, which grants you access to that specific boon. Mm. Without granting your access to the purview, it means you'd have still have a, a, a supernatural point to spend. You'd have to spend a point on one of your. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, so you'd buy that through your thing. You'd buy that through your birth fights. Yeah. Then you'd buy the purview through the other thing. And then you, so you don't have access to the purview. You can't learn any high level stuff, but you could buy a level one for one point. You can have that power right. as a. Then that's what I would do. Okay, so you need to think oh, where you're going to spend your nights. Point, uh, your tenth point. My tenth point. I'm actual supernatural yeah. stuff. Um, don't, you don't necessarily have to rub it off. Yeah, no, I'm just doing it so that I'm in my mind. I haven't spent it yet. Okay, in, no. the, in the you do kind of have it. You just <clears throat> yeah. have it in a different way, and you can't. It doesn't grant you the ability to learn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can have a point of epic manipulation if you want it. Yeah. Do you know? Or knack. Do, do you know? What? Or knack. There was some really cool knack. Epic manipulation. There we go. I've done it. It's in there. Oh. <laughs> okay. Great. Fine. Um, so, um, yes, uh, could I have a book? Yep. So I think probably the next thing on the list is going to be virtues. So virtues are sort of, well, they're what they say. They're, you get them in various uh, World of Darkness games. Um, they are actually different for each pantheon, because different pantheons respect different things. So you get one you have one point by default in each of your virtues and you have five more points to spend. You can't take any of them above four at this stage. Virtues both define your highest so your willpower will be the total of your two highest virtues. Um, to start with, until you spend any points to boost it. And um, they also benefit you when you're spending willpower. So in most of these kinds of games, most of the World Darkest Times games, you can spend a point of temporary willpower to gain an automatic success on a roll. You can do that in Siam. It's kind of useful. It's not as amazing as it might sound, because you know the scale of rolls is, is much bigger. You can also channel a, virtue, channel a point through one of your virtues to gain that many dice, which can be very useful if you've got quite a high virtue. The downside to having high virtues is if you want to act against them, you have to fail a roll of that virtue. <laughs> Otherwise you are compelled to act as, as that virtue dictates. Um, I'm going to have to rely on you guys to keep an eye on those, so don't um, cheat. Don't, don't, don't cheat. If you try and act against, I think it's something like if you try and act against a virtue and don't fail the roll, you end up going in what they call a limit break, which is essentially that you just end up being overwhelmed and obsessed by that virtue in some way for a time. 
Um, I'd have to, I'll have to double check exactly how that works um, because I haven't read up on it for a little while. So for the Aesir amongst us, your virtues are courage, endurance, expression, and loyalty. For the Amatsukami, yours are duty, endurance, intellect, and valour. So they have similar kind of themes. The balance of them tends to work out that you have, there's sort of, they, they end up generally supporting the same kinds of things, but there's more of a focus. So the Aesir are very much about loyalty. If you read up the Norse mythology, the kind of honour, the, the, the sort of warrior honour is a very strong thread. Um, for the Amatsukami, duty is more the way of... The, the That's way of how they determine honour. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's duty. The samurai to... culture. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's it, a lot, there are sort of a lot of um, equivalents, so courage and valour, but they're slightly different sort of takes on it and slightly different things. How many points, sorry, do we get You to have spend? five points to spend at this stage. Okay. And I believe that if you raise your virtue raise um, raise your virtues with extra with freebie points in a minute, that also raises your willpower. It doesn't after this point. If you bind them with experience it won't. Okay. You're able to briefly explain what the, the virtue of expression that would cover Yes, because I have the book in front of me. <laughs> great things are expected of those gifted with great power, and scions have many gifts that can enrich mortal civilization. Expression is the virtue of artistic excellence, which venerates the musician, the painter, the scald, and the storyteller. It is the belief that the creation of art in all its forms is a way of sharing the gifts of the gods with the mortal world. Many scions who espouse this virtue believe that their creations act as a vehicle by which the gods continue to interact with mankind and continue to nurture their faith in the divine. Characters use expression to create works of arts, repair or restore damaged works of arts, uh, assist in performances. So, so probably a, a very appropriate one for the kind of character you're playing okay. with. Um, the, the sort of each of them, as I say, each of them has their downsides. Um, a failed expression role allows a character to deface or destroy a work of art, refuse to create or perform a work of art, repress or discourage works of art, Ain't or me communication by. presented <laughs> by others. So the higher your expression, the harder you're going to have, is hard time you're going to have resisting the call to so show off. Essentially, okay. so basically, <laughs> if you ever get into a fight with a Norse god, say, "Paint me," <laughs> and watch them go. Damn! <laughs> and then stab them. <laughs> Not quite. They they they, they don't necessarily they don't necessarily have to do it immediately. <laughs> I'll paint a glorious picture of the of, of your ruin of of, the, of my victory over you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's got to happen at some point now. <laughs> so yes. gonna follow you two around, go paint yeah. me. I'm not basically the way I'm. <laughs> The way I'm going to do it, the way I'm just just to express this, just to explain this. Um, basically, the higher level you have in a tra in a trait, the more strict I'm I'm going to really say you need to be with yourself Following about it, how yeah. you follow it. I'm not going to worry about you know if you have courage one. If you technically courage, you need to fail a courage role, role to uh, avoid the prospect of a battle. 
resist a physical ta- challenge, surrender to an opponent. If you have courage one, you don't really need to roll so much. If you have courage four, and someone calls you out, and you want to hide, that's the point where you're going to have to be making the roll. <clears throat> Okay. And somewhere in between. I'm, I'm not going to be too hard and fast through that. I'm going to kind of leave it to you guys. But I'd like if you duty. considered those. Duty. Because, I mean, I, get, I obviously am fully aware of what the word means. I yeah. just can't quite so, know how it applies. So, character use duty to help those in need, build or repair objects vital to a community, uphold the laws of a community, serve as an authority figure in a time of crisis. So, duty is a virtue of service to one's community. To but, my community or every community? Depends on how you view it. Um, the Amatsukami are a bit focused oh, on, on Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah. So. I'd be, you know, I'd have to help a Japanese person. A failed duty rolls allows allows accounts to steal from the community, break community's laws, defy legal authority, place personal ambitions above the greater good of the whole. <clears throat> okay. So I think that it, while it may be focused on Japan, or possibly Australia, and or Australia for you, um, which is fair enough, there is a certain amount where uh, if you have a high duty duty level actually you know within this you're not so, it's not so much a problem because as far as you know this is a show this is pretend you know what you're going to be asked to be doing is it's it's pretend but actually stealing from someone but what if what if it's stealing to for the benefit of our mission surely that would then come under my duty bound thing to complete the mission that's what I'm kind of trying to get if that. If, yeah, it's, if we it's go, where, right, it's... part of our plan to save the world is we have to steal this item. And I go, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can't. It, it depends on the. <laughs> I don't would, like stealing. You would rather. It, 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 part of it, yes, but also you, if you have a high duty stat, you would be trying to find another way to do what you need to do. <laughs> I'd just say, because I, you are violating. It's, 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 yeah, it's this thing. You think it's the, the honour, the samurai honour, of getting trapped in that situation yeah. where you have two choices and both I'm, of them I'm are just not going anywhere near duty. Neither of them are. Neither I, of them. I, I, well, I, like, I played the, the Japanese last yeah. time and duty really. Especially the high, because I, I went, samurai, yeah! Went full five and then was like. Oh. Every time I tried to do anything that was completely against you, no, roll, no, okay, I've got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the thing is, is, but that doesn't mean there isn't another way of doing things. So, in the example of you need to steal things, well, you know, what, what, why do you why do you need to steal from it? Can you? Could you? Because I'm hoping I'll be able to walk through walls and hide could you myself. bring the Could you bring the owner of said item at least somewhat into your confidence and suitably and give them something? You know, buy it from them. <laughs> Leave it, it, may be, leave. it may be a bit dangerous to do so because then you're exposed. You have to yeah, expose okay. some of your. All right, you know, yeah, I'm just going to avoid that, that kind of thing. Play. But it, it's what about they are constraints okay. and they're supposed to be. What about valor? Um, valor, valor is a virtue of the noble warrior. She believes in using her martial skill to defend the helpless, to fight with honor, and to offer up her life in oh, necessary no. service to her worthy no, no. cause. None of this honor in the back, like a hero. <laughs> Doesn't say you can't strike down, strike people from from stealth and that kind of thing. It's it's about not avoiding a fight when it is Needed. the right thing to do. When okay, you, all right, that's is, fine then. Because I was going to say, characters use valor to defend the helpless, defeat those who prey on the innocent, fight an honourable opponent in battle. Mm. <laughs> that's fine. What about but murdering someone in their the sleep? Effects of fear, pain, or fatigue. It is not valorous to murder someone in their fatigue. Um, oh, ah. right. A failed Valor roll allows you to strike a foe from ambush. Or other <laughs> unhanded oh, means. Okay, so... No. <laughs> one. <laughs> one How about endurance? 
Endurance is one of the hallmarks of the epic hero. She endures hardship beyond mortal limits in order to overcome the challenges arrayed against her. Science who espoused this virtue embraced this stoic ideal. So, resist fear, survive extended bouts of hard physical labour, function for days without rest, that kind of thing. Uh, failed endurance role allows character to fail to act because of risks to life or limb, attempt to rest or relax during a time of crisis. Ah, that sounds like a laugh, I'll go with that. So it's basically, um, you, you, you're, you're pushing yourself. You're, okay, you're what about intellect? Intellect. Um, find new solutions. Definitely not so, going for valor if uses. I can't stab someone in their find sleep. Find new solutions to persistent problems, investigate mysterious phenomena, acquire knowledge, persuade others to accept their ideas or theories. A failed intellect model allows a character to destroy or delete a source's information or okay. knowledge. Suppress or censor knowledge. Silence debate. Promote ignorance in any form. Cool. So high intellect is basically not just you will hoard knowledge. I will tell everyone everything. You will promote knowledge. It's not not necessarily you will tell everyone everything because you know it's not. It not... could be harmful. Exactly, but you would promote the growth of knowledge. You would promote. Cool. Okay. Pursuit. Endurance and intellect. It is because I want to be able to steal and murder people. <laughs> <laughs> steal and murder people. You're interested. <laughs> steal <laughs> corpses <laughs> after making them. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I'm already worried the dimension no, no. this is going. No, 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 <laughs> not not like you guys. But if there was like a bad person and you know he was dooming the world, I would quite happily take him out while he's asleep. <laughs> In fact, I would be promoting that. I'd do it if he's on the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so your so you you fix your virtues. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you focusing on? Uh, I've focused on loyalty and endurance. So I've got um I've gone. Heavily on expression, so I've put yep. three points uh, in yep. expression. Okay, uh, and then I've gone for an extra one in courage and endurance. Okay, you so pick the two so take your two highest virtues, sum those up, and that is your willpower. Now you have the choice to spend bonus points. Uh, if you look on page one hundred and one, with a list of what you can spend. Bonus points on. Thank you. So you've got fifteen to spend total. You, you may have, if you've already spent one to boost the thing to get the access to the perv, you'll to get the Sorry, one oh one. One oh one. Um then that's fine, but just sort of be aware. Bonus points. Yeah, freebie points. There Yay. are no there are no merits and fools in science, so we don't need to go through all of that. Virtue. What's the time? Oh, what is the time? Quarter past ten. Oh, it's getting on a bit later than I thought. And we're still not allowed to go above three in skills. You are now allowed to go above three in skills, but remember at this point that you're playing someone who is like twenty, maybe early twenties. So high levels in skills, maybe not um, quite appropriate. You. Where you are going to, you know, your vision for who your character is going to develop into is fine, but just sort of the point you're at now, you are not a, a, a renowned uh, inspirational speaker, but you've definitely got the, the makings of one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ability means skill, right? Uh, ability means skill. Yes, they they use abilities more generally. You know that. Things I think possibly yeah they are abilities on the, on the main character. And we can't um, make birthrights above three. Uh, you can take birthrights above three now, but they cost more. You do. Notice. 
Okay. So, but which is why splitting them up is often quite useful. Some but some things to make it doesn't. My gun able to make me fly. <laughs> but but it's the <laughs> thing of you 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 can buy multiple low level relics. But, so yes, yeah, so you you can buy multiple relics um, with low level things. But to get a pet rock involves taking companion uh, companion or creature to four or five. So you pick up a, birth, a, th- a three dot birthright to a five dot one for six points. Because you'd be, you've got three already, so yep. it's three per point. Oh, is it three per point after that? Yeah. I thought it said two. Okay, fine. Cool, yes. Oh, sorry, no, two. two sorry, so two. Four, point, the... four points would allow you to take a uh, three to a five, which would allow you to have, like, a a minor god as your guide or, or something, you know, some very powerful supernatural creature. Um, for example, though, if you wanted to... Um, while they, while it is sort of the sort of level thing is three is when you start to get into supernatural stuff. If you wanted to have a pair of wolves, three points, I would say a three point uh, creature. If you wanted to go that way, would be more than it would have basically a higher stat line. So you, uh, if two points, you get the standard stat line for wolves. Cool. Uh, three points, I'll give you a slightly boosted stat line. If you go with five points, you get something pretty. Can you, you'll have a pair of wolves that are fucking powerful. Oh, well, I'm definitely doing that. Um, I'm going to only go down to three. Not going down to five. Don't worry. I'm going going crazy straight away. Actually, creature by standard is one creature, so a pair of wolves would be would probably be a pair of standard wolves would probably be three. Okay. I'm saying so. Yeah. I'm not going to make you buy them two separate yeah things, but a pair of wolves. What about a pair of slightly bigger wolves? Would that be four? Four. Yeah. So that would cost you another two to take it from three to four. Yeah. But yeah, go for that. So I'll I'll work out stat line for those. Um, That'd be quite cool. Um, it's also one of these interesting and slightly awkward things in in the way science works, in that your companions and creatures don't tend to power up as you do. So yeah, they kind of get left behind. They do get left behind. So to start with, you know, these are going to be a pair of really awesome wolves, and at, 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 you know, above average wolves, they're going to continue to be useful probably up into the lower levels of demigod but then you're quite quickly after that going to get to the stage of if i bring them out in a fight they're just going to go squish <laughs> unless you find a way to make it to boost them more yeah which i'll try and give you those options okay so by standard you get a bit of a power boost when you go from hero to demigod and yeah. demigod to god um some of which you could spend on boosting them further with more points and companion or whatever but i may also give you opportunities to do other things um Last time I ran Cyan, I actually ran it as uh, a Diablo 3 really sort of Diablo game. Yeah. Um, which was... Um, so basically the, the characters were Nephilim. If you know the Diablo uh, I played stuff. bits of it, yeah. Yeah, so Diablo 3, the, the PCs in Diablo 3 are Nephilim, which explains why they're able to wade through the legions of demons, because they're you know, that step above human. I did a sign rules for those, and what I was doing was when I gave people... Uh, every time I, get, I granted <coughs> a level of... Um, legend, I gave some boost to something they had, so I might boost their their companion or whatever. So, uh, yeah, someone who had a bear, summonable bear, ended up with a, uh, a an armoured summonable bear, <laughs> and things like that, they just sort of get a little bit beefier, and I gave it sort of some epic, I, I represent, you know, it, it looked more impressive, and I gave it some cool. low-level epic traits and stuff, so it kind of didn't left mine quite so much so I'll probably be doing something like that because it'll be fun that would be cool we'll see exactly how I'm going to do it but uh, remember to look at Max for those of you who haven't mm. um, I would 
so next I would definitely recommend looking at would be um, if you're particularly if you want to be in a fight, untouchable opponent. Much as I have reduced it, is still really useful. Again, maybe a bit less so at the moment because it's just giving you one extra thing. But as you get more, so you might not, yeah, you know, may or may not want to bother buying it now. That's up to you. But think about it as you go on because it's it's really can make a lot of difference in a fight. Um. Uh. Uh, self-healing, which basically allows you to convert legend points into health levels, which regain health. It's lethal bashing and damage. You can just heal it back up. Mm-hmm. And uh, damage conversion. Oh, God, that's ridiculous. That's so damage conversion, yeah, yeah, basically allows you to go, I've been hit, I've just been hit for 10 levels of lethal. Pass, uh, you know, I've, I've, that's after my soak, I've just been hit for 10 levels of lethal. Okay, well, I'm dead. Damage conversion. I am unconscious. Because <laughs> it's just bashing. Ten levels bashing is going to wrap around and... Also, your bashing sake will probably be higher. I'm pretty sure it's post-soak. The damage sure conversion. Pre- okay. uh, we can check. I don't know. It's probably one of those things that's probably about as clear as mud. It's been a while since I did anything with this. Am I allowed a second knack in appearance, or do I need a... I think probably I'm going to say one per point of epic trait that you have, so we try and focus it in a bit. I don't know. I'm tempted to say that, but then... It does kind of restrict how many knacks we can have, which probably makes it a bit easier. But I'm already restricting knacks in that you're not getting them for free and you have to buy them separately. So... I think what I'll say is that you have to have the epic attribute. Also, I might say two per level actually, as a bit more opening things up. So if you want to really focus in on something, you can say I have all the or level plus one, because otherwise, when you get to like five, you'll get ten. That's a lot, which is a lot. But you have to particularly at hero. But oh no, hero only goes up to three. Only goes up to three. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Level. We'll go with level plus one for now, because whether it's level plus one or double level is is immaterial at this point, and we'll see it's how it goes. Time to think. It gives me time to think, and also gives us time as a group to see how it's playing out. Because then, if someone gets to the point where they want to buy the fourth one and uh, uh, legend uh, when they've got we'll it, know it, it, all. it too, we can <laughs> discuss whether we think that's acceptable or not. Matt I'm open genius. to. I'm open to feedback on all of these things. I'm I'm changing. Um. Yeah, so those ones are particularly useful. Um, some of the strength ones are also quite handy in a fight. Particularly uh, the second level of... So not one you can get now, but a demigod. There is a, there is a strength one that allows you to start dealing aggravated damage in a, in a grapple, which is horrific. So like once per scene, you can rip someone's armour. I like the throwing ones. The throwing ones are also awesome. <laughs> Hell to the Moon was one of my favourite uh, <laughs> uh, There's a problem. Into space! <laughs> yep. yep. It yeah. was wonderful. It allows you I'm to throw anything. I think it's like you can throw anything the distance of a dart. The distance you can throw a dart. And at that point, you can throw a dart uh, a really uh, long way. I know. When you, can, when you get to the god level one, it doesn't matter what you're throwing. It's literally just yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can throw it the same distance as you could throw a dart, and at that point, oh, yeah, you can yeah. throw a dart several thousand miles. Um, 
Yeah, that's how I got rid of my problems. I threw them into orbit. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to be getting up to that power level in this arc. Oh, no, no. (laughs) But the other thing I'm going to say is, um, just just for reference again, where I've I've flattened out the the Epic Attitude auto-successes stuff, the things that scale to that... So you'll see other things where it's describing epic attributes, where it's saying, you know, you you gain sort of one, two, four, seven things. Um, those would scale on the same level. So your extra health levels and your so cool, so uh, your uh, wound penalty resistant, ignoring wound penalty. I don't say they work as they do in the book, or they work as a one, two, three, or two, four, six, or oh, I don't know. I don't, I'll just let you tell me what I'm doing. Yeah, the the more cinematic stuff can be as it is because I'm yeah that that works fine. So that's still the 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 things where it just sort of doubles or multiplies by ten at each level, like the lifting carrying capacity, which with epic strength just goes a bit crazy. Well, we should really. Yeah, god level strength. You can lip. You, you know, it's, it's, once you're getting even getting into, not even at the top level of god level strength. Yes, you can start wielding skyscrapers as weapons, <laughs> <laughs> and then hurl them into the orbit when you're done. <laughs> then hurl them into orbit when you're done. You know, keep the planet tidy. <laughs> I've heard of a, a Scion game in which a, a sea giant rose from the waves. And which one of the players declared response is, I pick up that oil tanker and beat it to death. <laughs> These things are like mile long shit. Bash! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favourite tactic was picking up one enemy to throw it at another one to kill them both. Yep. It's very yep. efficient. Yep. <laughs> in, in, the, in the Diablo game, I ran, uh, one of my characters was keeping a list, or two lists. One was a list of the different types of enemies he killed, various types of monsters and cultists and so forth. The other list, the other list, was a list of the type of monsters he had used to kill the monsters in the first list. (laughs) He he liked picking things up and using them as, as, as melee weapons. Sometimes they were dead before he picked them up because they were a bit too awkward to pick up beforehand. Usually they weren't. Simon gets silly. You're not at the silly levels at the very start, but I'm intending to sort of allow you to to power up in that way. Okay. Are we getting towards done? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Nine points to spend. Okay. So, um... Oh, uh, nature will have to choose as well. So if you want to have a look, uh, or I can try and find it, but somewhere in that chapter there's the list of nature. As soon as you're done, if you don't get done relatively soon, we can, you can you know pick nature at some other point. Particularly, Roger, who'd like you to be keeping all of the books. So I'll probably have to take them back to Sam. Well, tomorrow. yeah, it'd probably be good if you give them back so that they can you know do their. Yeah, you'll probably need to ping them. Of... I'll ping them. I will. I will write up the character creation stuff. The other thing I'd like you to think about between now and then is a bit more about who your character is. As I said, who their background is, who they're connected to, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm envisaging that you've probably, as I said, have you, your visitation was somewhere in like the last three months. It can be very, very recent if you want it to, but I'm thinking sort of two or three months ago, probably, as a as a starting point. Um, so you're still fairly fairly new to all this, you know what? That you mean you mean you mean you mean this stuff's actually real? Um, 
Although I'm guessing for, for your character in particular, you were probably, you already kind of believed it was real. You just didn't know how connected to it you were. Yeah. Uh, Magic. <laughs> because you've got all that occult and, and, and you know, you've got the occult knowledge already. It's, you're not going to have really had a chance to learn from zero to three points in something in a, no. in a couple of months. Um, although that said, once you start getting experience at the base and power at the level signs do do go very, very quickly. Awesome. So, um, what sort of things have you gone with? Uh, so, I really just um, concentrated on Nax, to be honest. Um, sure. I went for um, Subliminal Warning, which is... Um, Can't be Amber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it gives you a bonus to, to yeah, avoid yeah. being ambushed. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I get a dice equal to my epic um, if we're being ambushed. Yeah. Um, which, like I say, at this early stage, is not massive. Not huge, but it will boost we, up. But it, it will get to a point. Yeah. I've then obviously gone uh, untouchable opponent yeah. and damage conversion. Yeah. Just because they're really very useful. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then obviously, um, because we discussed about my wolves being a pair, I've obviously taken up to creature four. Yep, so you've got, um, just so I've got two powerful wolves. Fairly, yep. fairly big wolves. Yep, um, and good. then I took my relic, my relic spear, which yep. I haven't got a name for yet, but I will come up with a suitably epic cool. name. Um, I've taken that up to rank three. Cool. And what are you doing with that? Is that just bo- going to be boosting the uh, stat line? Or so one's, one's to boost stat line, and then one's to give me access to the animal so I can have the animal command. So you've got that in on yeah. your spear. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that works. <coughs> awesome. Yep, yeah, um, and that was it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What, you, what did you do then, Dave? So, for my bonus points, I took the extra knack uh, center of attention from appearance. Yep, that's cool. Um, I gave myself an extra point in stamina. Yep. Uh, I took points in brawl and melee, um, which are both favoured uh, skills. Yep. Yep. Uh, upped them both by three each. Yep. And then I had two points left over, so I put that into willpower. Uh, I think willpower three points for that. Um, I think it was two. two. Uh, two. Ah, willpower's two, virtues are three. Yeah. That was it. Yep. I knew I was looking at that one. Done. Yep. Cool. So I bought uh, three points of virtues. Yep. Uh, to boost my endurance and intellect five. Yep. Which kind of had the nice effect of me willpower ten. Um, I also bought. Cat's, okay. I also bought cat's grace. Yep. Which means I all I'm always on my feet and basically yep. I don't fall over. Yep. Well, not willingly. <laughs> yes. And uh, perfect memory. Not unwillingly, more to the point. Yeah, sorry, not unwillingly. Uh, and I have perfect memory. Very useful. Which means that when I go, uh, Colin, what did they say? <laughs> Colin has to tell me. Yeah, yeah it's a very so, useful one. I don't have to remember things. <laughs> probably be good if you actually try and remember things. I will well, try. But I won't remember all things. I'll try, but my, but, char- yes, your, your character, my character will. I probably yep. will forget. Okay, no, that's cool. That sounds like a load of quite cool stuff. Um, also, justifies you rewatching things if you want to. You could rewatch the episodes to remind yourself what happened. <laughs> exactly. Your character has perfect recollection. Um, cool. Okay, that took uh, a bit longer than I was thinking, actually. So that was fine. Um, I will. Let's say I'll, I'll get that uh, get the stuff written up and sent out to the other two players so they can have a chance to make characters pull that session. If you guys can think about backgrounds and so forth, that'd be good. Also, natures. Um, 
so your nature is important. So take your choose nature. Um, I'm currently deciding between uh, competitor or uh, perfectionist. Where are nature? Uh, uh, somewhere the shortly stuff. after the character creation um, page is 100 and... 116. There you go. Um, is the Thank end you. of them. Right. Um, but I think if we call it there, and then we'll come back and yeah, we'll right, see yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. see so you guys in two weeks, and uh, you guys will see me see us two weeks after this goes live, hopefully. So, cool. Well, I hope you had fun watching. Uh, feel free to drop us a like and subscribe, and check out the various links of social medias and Patreons, etc. Cool. Below. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Toodaloo. Bye.